What's really ick? No more like a millstone. A plumbing stone, by God. Damn them all. Hey everyone, welcome back to this special bonus episode of The Dark Parade. This, of course, The Heart of Horror. And this show, quite frankly, uh, has nothing to do with me. You all know while you're here. And it is <laughs> the the lovely, the talented, the uh, freakishly uh, small and, and dwarfish. <laughs> I'm trying to tie it we, into the movies we're going to talk say, about tonight. I was going to say, about me or Esther? Like, yeah. I was just like, oh, stop it. And now I'm like, oh, well, fuck you then. Like, it's not even about me. Like, yeah. The, but no, you're right. I maybe, am very small. I'm like 5'2". Maybe so. proportional. Maybe that's where I should have gone with it instead. Because she was <laughs> she she suffers from proportional dwarfism. Right. Right. Um, yeah. But anyway, so Kate, <laughs> uh, you know, you're the reason that we do this show. You're the best. Um, <laughs> how the hell are you? uh embarrassed now and uh feeling pressure but um uh, <laughs> but otherwise yeah i'm good i'm really good actually like uh yeah um i had i had some changes since i think that we last did this no yeah. longer no longer seeing the fuck boy jailbait as my mates call him jailbait <laughs> is gone <laughs> it's because only for anyone who's <laughs> should clarify if anyone's just tuning in he was 24 and i'm 34 he's not actually jailbait um uh, but yeah jailbait's gone um won't go into it, but he is a prick. And uh, <coughs> lol, if he's listening, because he did used to listen avidly. Um, I don't even know if he knows that we're not friends. I think he wanted to have a friendship, and I'm like, nah, fuck that. Um, so anyways, yeah, now I'm seeing someone else. <laughs> because we move. Um, so yeah, funnily enough, he's an ex-work colleague of mine, because uh, the other guy was a colleague of mine currently, and uh, uh, I'm seeing an ex colleague of mine um who i've known for like 10 years but um because i was you know engaged and whatnot Mm -hmm. um nothing happened we just kind of found each other attractive but it was like oh well yeah you're fit but that's it and then weirdly we came across each other on tinder of all places (laughs) yeah Yeah. which we we will get deeper into that on the next episode yes yes we will we will talk about that on on the on another time but yeah so i've kind of been seeing him a little bit and we'll see how that goes very 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 early days we'll see how that goes and i mean i'm having fun so and uh, yeah and excellent. everything's good everything is good how about you Bo? what you been up to bro uh, you know a lot of school i'm i'm in my final semester now so uh, yeah yeah and it it has not been the ass kicker the way that the summer classes were because they're a much Good. more condensed schedule. Mm. Uh, but it you know it's still been a lot of work and we'll get into it. That like the real time suck re- recently has been me diving, you know, headfirst into dealing with two children. Right, and it yes. turns out I don't know if you're aware of this. Mm. They require attention. <laughs> Not my kid. My kid doesn't need nothing ever. Ever doesn't, you know, make me uh, want to change my name or anything. Right. <laughs> Just abandon him at a bus station. Sure. I've gotten to the point where I mock her now. She's like, "Mommy," and I'm like, "What? <laughs> what is it? What do you want?" Um, but yeah, uh, no kids. Yeah, they 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 need a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's. Uh, kind of the genesis of this episode was because i just wanted to complain <laughs> and- yeah because i'm not gonna lie i was like a little bit like okay because um 
obviously kids usually come out of some form of sexual relationship usually um so it isn't like off topic but it's also kind of like off topic a little so i was kind of um i was just like okay that's cool i mean i've certainly got fucking stories to tell about kids and shit and uh the movie that we're covering is a, is a good one in my opinion um so uh, i was i was down 100 but it was kind of like i expected that maybe from me not from you so this uh, is this funny to hear why <laughs> yeah so well and and so we're talking about orphan and we're gonna also discuss the prequel a bit so just spoilers galore uh right now um so if you haven't seen orphan and if you haven't seen orphan first kill we are absolutely going to spoil stuff about it because you can't really talk about these movies without spoil it because that that's what they are they're kind of twist movies to a certain degree so you have been oh they're definitely twist movies yeah you want to you want to have seen these films before listening to this episode for sure because yeah it it, yeah yeah and orphan i think is on amazon streaming for a few bucks and uh first kill is on paramount plus i think already yeah not not in england i saw it at the cinema tonight like before recorded so yeah here in the the us of a um where we don't have ridiculous kings and queens um <laughs> oh who, who, yeah uh, <laughs> just very on topic there <laughs> yeah i know just 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 going after sacred cows right out of the gate it's not my sacred cow <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> just, I'm, I'm nervous about what i'm gonna say is also right 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 yeah you could be arrested or something um, oh god shit there was this woman who did um oh really she, yeah oh my god real quick sorry this is a segue now okay i do want to preface i don't hate the queen or anything like that i just kind of like the queen i think she's pretty funny and shit um and she's she's you know very she was a very strong woman and stuff i just i'm not really a royalist like i just i have issues with the royal family so um i wasn't there like sobbing and sharing fucking memes and shit about it but <clears throat> equally like it's like oh well okay um but um actually i was more upset um to hear that peter straub died the oh writer. yeah 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 that's a real yeah, bummer that yeah. that really sucked uh because i really like his work um whereas i'm still not entirely sure what work the queen did but um <laughs> but yeah anyway i liked i liked her enough but i wasn't really like overwhelmed with grief um but there was this woman up north who went out of her way to be an actual cunt about it um and she was in the front of her fish and chip shop that she owned like fish and chips is, you know you know what fish and chips are right mm-hmm. as in like the concept of go and get some fish and chips mm-hmm. from the fish and chip shop i like, love okay, fish and cool. chips yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, dude right anyway so she's in front of her store and like and she's popping champagne going like yeah the witch is dead and all of this kind of thing and like all of this kind of shit and full-on celebrating anyway so not only has she been mobbed literally mobbed um but she also got arrested so yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah i won't be i won't say anything too slanderous because also as well i don't I have no need to um you know queen was, my, was my, yeah it, like it, it's sad that she died and yeah. i agree with you that she seemed like a nice enough person just the whole idea of a monarchy it's like we just need yeah. to be done with that um, yeah i i agree that's but very silly but it is what it is i saw an article somewhere that was like oh people are concerned about how uh charles does not seem to be appropriately grieving for his mother 
And okay, it's like, fuck off. Right. I was like, he's fucking 76 years old. Like, what do you expect? Like, he he's right next door to the grave himself. Yeah. He's probably going to see her in a couple of years. Like, right. you know, if you believe in that, it's like, all right, mom, cool. Can you just keep my seat warm for me? Cheers, bub. Right. It's just like, yeah, this woman who should have died 15 <laughs> years ago finally picked <laughs> off. I mean, yeah, it's, it, again... It's sad that she's it's dead. It's always sad. But, it's always sad, that shit. But. Right, but she, I mean, she lived almost 100 years old. Yeah. And and having a son who is almost 80, like, what do you <laughs> want him to do? Like, fall down on his knees <laughs> and shake his fist at the <laughs> sky? Like, How dare you, God? And also, I'm sorry, but his grief is not for public consumption. He probably did cry. He probably had a fucking ton of grief going on. Behind closed doors in the privacy of his fucking house with his loved ones, not fucking parading around like a fucking performance monkey for the public to fucking what? Judge whether or not he's grieving, right? Right. Fucking suck a dick. Right. All of a sudden, he's the king of England now and has to, you know, put yeah. on, a, you know, that public face. That public face. So yeah, it's put just on a fucking crown. Yeah, it's it's so dumb. Um, it's so dumb. The, the whole situation is stupid. Like the fact that now, like, oh, England has a new king. It's just silly. And but it, I also, you know, I live in a country that elected Donald Trump. So you know, <laughs> I, I, who am I to throw stones? Well, at least, at least, uh, you don't have to wait until he dies before you know you got rid of him. Uh, you know, it, don't we? Oh, like well, he I mean, just has a re-election possibility. So there's that, and he's just always still in the news all the time. And is he? Just... Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah. Shit about him. Oh well, they, here in the states, like they the FBI raided his place because he had a bunch of secret documents in his shoe drawer, and oh, God, yeah, j- just doing dumb shit. But of course, he's <sighs> holding rallies and talking about how like the FBI. the The line was the FBI didn't just raid my home; they raided your freedom, and. Oh, just uh, if you yeah. could see my face, like oh my god, like ah. Uh. Yeah, he's another dude that I cannot wait to die. Yeah, uh, like I really would have no issue. I would right. have no issue. The, the world would that's be a better place. Popping champagne over, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that's when I I get arrested for popping the <laughs> yeah, champagne. Right? My... I would serve my time happily. I'd be, you know, what three square meals a day. I got access to a gym. I ain't got no kids fucking asking shit of me. See how I segued, and um. Yeah, like it's fine, and also fuck Trump. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, we decided not only the tangent there, but we decided <laughs> to talk about kids because one, I I had seen the the uh, the orphan movie was coming out, and I was just kind of in the mood to talk about the original orphan, and that was before mm. I saw the prequel and was like, oh, we definitely need to talk about this. Yeah, um, yeah. but also because uh, I you know, have mentioned this on the show, uh, that the woman I'm currently dating has two kids mm. and they were adopted. And I didn't know that. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like my girlfriend is a like a way better and smarter person than I am. I I have come me to terms too. with that. Not so, me as in I'm smarter than you. I mean she's smarter than me. Yeah, I mean, it's she's smarter than almost everybody. She's like, you know, she's got like two master's degrees and is talking about going for 
her doctorate and oh you know God, i didn't go to uni so she's definitely trumped me there right she's you know like one of the leading attorneys in her field and works for a major institution and oh yeah. my god what's she doing with you Bo? I right <laughs> it's slumming it is what she's doing <laughs> she's going through her slum period <laughs> that's right like between marriages of billionaires like this is <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of time before she wises up, and I keep she just, she wakes up one morning. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I guess this has been fun. Yeah, like- <laughs> right. Like we're we're about to go on a, a vacation together and everything. I'm like, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the one where she realizes, like, oh no, what am I doing with myself? Like, I just keep waiting for her to roll over one day and be like, ugh. All right, I I don't know what I was thinking, but I have come to my senses, you know. Um, we all we all been there, right? <laughs> like like Goldie Hawn and Overboard, where she suddenly remembers, like, oh wait, I'm rich and I I can do whatever I want. Why am I with you again? Um, but yeah, <laughs> so well, she's, also she's a dot. So that is me- that is mega appropriate. For this, yeah, so. right. And so she and and they were kids that had like a, a really rough time of it when they were younger. And uh, so, and I only say that so that when I make fun of them as we have this conversation, <laughs> that I I do it because I have a like a complete understanding for why sometimes they behave the way they do because right they're in a lot of ways they are going through a second kind of childhood there are, are developmentally where they're kind of learning boundaries and responsibility mm. where they never did before because their their birth parents were just nightmares right and you know like the one of the reasons that authorities became involved is because they weren't going to school ever because right. the you know the parents were on the dope yeah. uh and right and it, like there's just a, a nightmare of stuff but um but i i've had uh a lot of experience with them at this point mm. and uh and rightfully they both agree that i'm way cooler than their mom which is 100% <laughs> true <laughs> yeah oh yeah like, like you might not be as smart and she might be a better person generally but uh, and she's definitely richer than you but like you know in terms of cool factor you are up there at a strong like nine and a half right right not quite capping that 10 though are you but <laughs> no 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 i mean yeah you always allow for some improvement but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not uh, joking. you were definitely a 10 out of 10 for cool but like you know the 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 boy who's 11 um uh, it likes video games i'm like oh yeah the kid i know video games pick up some sticks let's play something you know so Fuck yeah so we've got that going on and then the girl who is 10 uh because they were irish twins uh the girl who's 10 is is showing early signs of being a horror nerd oh yeah yeah like what are the signs she, really into stranger things which yes. isn't totally uh that, that that's For a not 10 year old that's right. but she's really into it and she and she also really likes um youtube videos about real world monsters and uh oh so she's like you should get some of those b budget shit out you know before she gets all snobbish about effects and stuff yeah i i don't think she's there yet like it one thing that's tough with both of them is that their attention spans are just gnat like 
And right. so you just got to catch them <laughs> in the right in the right moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's definitely um, a hint, like when she picks up a book, it's almost always like a ghost story or something. And so, yeah, she's this... definitely going to be a horror fan. I'm right, so excited for her. Oh, she's, I know. Oh, she's so. Oh my god! Can you imagine being ten and not having seen anything yet? I know. I I told her mom. I was like, "Hey, this year I want to sit down and and watch Poltergeist with her." Mm-hmm. And because it's you know it's right on the edge of maybe being too scary, but not I was quite like right. But I was like, if she's gone through Stranger Things, there's some stuff in Stranger Things that can be pretty intense. Yeah, and particularly at the end, like we're we're almost. Oh, wait, I haven't finished. seen. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the end of last. I haven't seen last season yet. Okay, so we're we're kind of going through the last season as well, and there's some stuff in it that's pretty like, oh wow, okay, they're you know kind of going for it in this scene, mm. and uh, uh, so you know she's down for that, and so r- I'm right around the corner from like I think this Halloween we're just gonna pick a night and like hey, let's let's watch this movie and see what you think. and and you know that'll be the tale of tape if if she watches that and it's like you know i want some more then Mm -hmm. then we'll go nuts we'll 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 get deep into it but um yeah but the boy not so so much the boy is yeah he's he's like i i don't really like being scared and um and so then you know i get it i'm not i certainly not gonna push him in there but but the whole point of all of that isn't just to say like i'm dealing with kids now it's just that as an (laughs) like a middle-aged guy not having dealt with children intimately you know at all Mm. and now all of a sudden i am like i'm helping with homework most nights i'm like i'm deep deep in it yeah and uh it's it's effing crazy kate Right, it is. Yeah, I Ava, my kid, started school this week, mm-hmm. and <laughs> um, <clears throat> someone asked me. Uh, they were like, "Oh, how how was it on the first day? Like dropping her off and sending her in, and were you okay? Did you cry?" And I was like, "No, like I think because for me, um, she's been going to nursery for a few years, so I've kind of been used to dropping her off at a gate and you know getting on with my day. But like, um, <laughs> I tell you what, it did make me feel old." what it made me feel mm-hmm. felt real fucking old because i remember being a kid and hearing that you know that bell playing with your mates in front in, you know in the in the playground and hearing the bell and you know you kind of line up and you go in and you put your coat away and whatever like i remember that shit all right i don't remember it like it was yesterday but i remember it bit, like not feeling that long ago and now i have my own fucking sprog doing that starting that exact same journey and i'm just like jesus fuck where did the time go you know um so, uh, so yeah, so I'm, I, I will soon be doing the whole, well, I say soon, she's not going to have homework for a little bit yet. She is only four, but, um, mm. but yeah, like it, that whole kind of like waiting, you know, waiting till they get let out and, you know, making sure that, you know, she's got everything she needs in her, in her bag and, you know, her clothes are cl- like, I mean, not that I didn't ever send her to nursery in dirty clothes, but, you know, making sure her uniform's all nice and all of that and, um, and everything. So yeah like that uh she's yeah she started that step now and it's just kind of like she's no longer she's no longer a little baby like she's still my baby mm. but she's not a baby she's a proper little girl with opinions and sass and know-how and all sorts you know and uh it's 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 amazing it's also kind of scary because 
she's gonna kick my ass oh here's the thing that you need to prep for right now okay not that i know like a lot of parenting tips or oh anything. wow are you are you mansplaining parenting to me yeah, right well, now Bo? is well, this look, what's happening kate i think i having dealt with this for a few months i'm pretty much an expert <laughs> No, but this is something that... No, you that, are with, like, older kids anyway compared to me. I've got no experience with older kids. I fucking hate older kids most of the time. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a, a totally different challenge. Um, and the, the worst thing is that they, they're they just obsessed with, like, YouTube and staring at, like, phones and tablets and stuff like that. Like, the, the, the coin of the realm is just internet. Like, any time that you want to jerk their chain a little bit and, you know, if they fuck up and get in trouble in school or something like that. You're just like, well, no internet tonight. And they're like, what, what are you talking about? That's how, that's how I live. Mm, um, it makes me so sad. Like, uh, what happened to climbing trees? Uh, you know, uh, the internet came out. Oh, fuck the internet. Because even though this is exactly how we do exactly what we're doing right now. Like, we literally could not do this without the internet. But Right, but also, you know, we are people that will go away and do other things from the internet. You know, like, yeah. I, I like reading. Like, the other night, we're he and, uh, uh, me and their mom reading a book. Right. Uh, not to, the same book, but I was reading a book <laughs> that I've got to read for a class. And she was reading... <laughs> Whatever, like, weird fantasy book she reads, she's really into, like, it, it, some, she's reading some series that's all about, like, funny druids or something. I have no idea what the fuck is happening there. But, awesome. yeah, it, right. And she's like, oh, I'm on book number six and there's five more. And I'm like, whatever. I, that, <laughs> I, that is not for me. I'm glad you like it. And please don't ever leave me. I uh, feel like me and your missus would get on. <laughs> right. Yeah, she's, probably so probably so <laughs> she would probably uh like you more than me and um but anyway so we're reading and the the boy is just hovering around it was a night when his internet was turned off because that kid just can't keep his hands to himself or go two <laughs> days in a row without it th causing his theater teacher some aneurysm or something so he's just constantly like no internet tonight um but because he didn't have something to distract him oh, no. he's just climbing all over the couch and then her and then me and we're like hey man you need to calm down for a minute because we're reading and he's like well how long are you gonna be reading i want to watch tv <laughs> and he and we told him like well you can't watch tv down here because we're reading and well he's like well how long is that gonna be then it's like well the, the, however long uh, until we're done if you want to get a book, you can do that. Oh, reading's so stupid. Oh my god, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That pains me so much. Oh, I know, I know, but he is, you know. But again, he, he he's never taught, and I'm hoping that just over time, you know, he will learn that, hey, sometimes you just got to read a book. Uh, but maybe not. I, I, I'm not holding out hope Some for that. Some people just don't. And honestly, I die a little bit inside every time I see it. I know. And I keep telling I'm like, man, you understand I'm going to be an English teacher, right? Like writing and grammar and literature and all that stuff. Like that is what I do. And uh, he's like, yeah, I know. That's stupid. I'm like, oh, you're going to, I swear to God, <sighs> I'm just, I'm going to get a padlock for your door and lock you in there with a, like the, a Shakespeare folio. 
Yeah, <laughs> all of the works of like Charles Dickens. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like, remember. You want to where... hear, hear like you know want to see a kid who hasn't got it. Fucking Oliver Twist didn't have internet. Fucking read that shit. You know. Like... Yeah. Well, so when we go on vacation though, we're uh, where we're gonna be. There's no Wi-Fi. And so they're going to have to go cold <laughs> turkey for a little bit. And I oh can't wait. I'm so excited. Do they know this? Uh, probably not. We haven't made it clear. And <laughs> and I don't think either of us are, are really care that much. Both of, Like we've talked about, we're like, oh, I can't wait till we just don't hear some stupid Fortnite video coming out of this kid's phone. Yeah. It's, oh, it's the worst. Oh my God. Those video game youtubers oh man it just makes your ears bleed <laughs> um, i remember where this story was uh, started it just it turned into a thing about him not being a reader and it 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 right it just drives me nuts that he he can't sit down but he's got a real uh, attention deficit disorder yeah. situation Maybe going on audiobooks. i tried that so he, listen to this so one time he's he he's lost his internet because of course he had because he's constantly getting in trouble. <laughs> and I brought him a, a a Kindle. Like I had an old Kindle tablet and I brought it to him with like some comic books loaded on there and some other books. Aww, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I hate Kindles, but you know, good for him, good for you. Sure, sure. <laughs> well, I was like, hey, it's a screen, maybe it'll. It's a screen, yeah, yeah. No, if you're gonna, yeah, it's a gateway, isn't it? Yeah. So he's like, ugh, I gotta read it, and I was like, yeah. Well, why don't you check out Ready Player One, which is, you know, right. it, it's a book, bu- a book totally about living in a video game, which yeah. is your life. Yeah. So you know, maybe you should relate. You're right. You might enjoy this. There's a yeah. movie and everything. If you read the book and you like the book, we'll uh, we'll watch, watch the, the movie. movie. Yeah, the movie's great. I love that movie. Um, and he said, uh, "Well, can I listen to it?" And I was like, "You know what? If that's what'll do it, I yeah. will absolutely get you the audiobook. Give me two seconds." So I download the audiobook for him. I'm like here you go, and he listened to it for uh, ten minutes and was just like distracted by something else completely and um but yeah it's it, that we're a month away from them not having internet for a week and it's it's just gonna be the best <laughs> I'm gonna they watch might, you know they might get through that withdrawal and they actually might get appreciation for things without the internet without a screen and they might come back you know revived fresh new preteens. you never know oh i know what i was gonna tell you because you were talking about packing the backpack for ava oh right yeah um and this is something that both of them uh have a problem with right now of just cramming stuff in their backpack like their homework and stuff <laughs> yeah to the point where you just got to pull everything out and yeah. unroll all the paper that's <laughs> loose in there to figure out what the hell it is that they've got to do for homework that night <laughs> yeah it's staggering <laughs> and you know like and this is part of the conversation i want to have with you of just like at what point do kids realize that they're making their own lives harder oh yeah dude you should know this never i guess because like never i still don't i still haven't learned that lesson yeah i there are just moments where they do some real dumb shit that i have to kind of take a step back and be like wow you went out of your way 
and and honestly expended way more effort to do the dumbest wrongest thing you could do in this scenario this reminds me of okay so this is kind of ironic um a video i saw on instagram uh-huh. <laughs> um where it basically says like me unnecessarily making my life harder and it's this it's this video it's just like ctv footage of this woman and it's just like fire truck pulled up and they've got like the pipes going from the fire truck out into this building whatever and she's walking along the pavement or the, you know, the sidewalk um where like and where the this pipe is kind of crossed and instead of just stepping over it she picks it up and walks underneath it <laughs> it's just and the firemen are there just like the fuck we just see like yeah she was just such it was such a necessary effort and um and yeah the whole thing was like yeah me making my life unnecessarily more difficult and i'm just like yeah same <laughs> yeah anyway it reminded me of that sorry carry on no no absolutely uh yeah well a fine example is just any interaction he has with my my girlfriend's father right. uh who by the way Oh wait, they say, oh, wait, oh, are they sister, brother and sister? Brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're oh, they are, naturally they are. brother and sister. So okay. um so Maya's dad and uh mother are mm-hmm. staying with her currently mm-hmm. uh because they're waiting for they bought a house and construction got delayed, so right. they're they're kind of stuck waiting for this house to get finished. And so they've been kind of making a tour of the country, like staying with her brother for a little bit, and then they'll stay with somebody else for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But they've spent most of their time with with Maya and her kids. And well, like it's it's one of those things. Like he's a very uh, you know almost like seventy year old, very traditional guy. Dealing with a kid who, mm. you know, has attention deficit disorder. And trauma and, that he's dealing with. Right. Grew up really rough. Has, mm-hmm. a, ha, you know, has, has a lot of uh, issues in dealing with boundaries and authority and uh, lots mm-hmm. of lots of other stuff. Right. And so it just ratchets up the tension. And I, I've told him, I've sat him down and been like, look, here's what you need to do. Whatever he tells you to do, just do it because it's not going to be painful. You know, it's going to be dumb stuff like unload the dishwasher, like that kind of stuff. It's going to be little chores and you're not going to want to do it. But if you do it, he'll get off your back, which means he'll get off your mother's back, which means that she is not going to be a short tempered and... And he's like, yeah, I understand. I'm like, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, j- just make your life easier by doing the thing he's asking you to do, which is going to take you five minutes. Yeah. And, but it's going to make the rest of your day way easier. Yeah, yeah. And then immediately, like the the words, just think about what you do before you do it. Like, I haven't hit the T on it before <laughs> he is telling this old man, I'm not going to do what you say. And oh, I'm like, no. oh man, why like, are you doing this? Uh, <laughs> right. And and so <laughs> so the old man is getting angry, which makes Maya angry because now she's got to play referee between these two. Yeah. And the whole thing just gets super tense. And I'm and like, you can't really get involved. It's not really 
kind of I mean oh, like no, I don't no, know no. but like yeah that's a that's a you problem that's I'm gonna go here for him my coffee kind of thing like let you guys scrap it out <clears throat> yeah and it, and it kind of but it kind of does put you in like an awkward position as well because it's like this, this is not my my zoo yeah thing, really yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I stay way the hell out of it. Like when things, yeah, I would. <laughs> when I the, would. <laughs> yeah, when things escalate, I just I get quiet, and, and you know, afterwards I'll talk to to her about it. Where, uh-huh. you know, I'll I'll tell her like, you know, hey, here's here's maybe how that situation could have been a little bit less. Yeah, of but a that's thing, different but... because you know, you're her boyfriend, you know, for lack of a better, her partner. Yeah, and you know, you're an equal you're on each other you know what i mean like you're on each other's level you communicate you talk about this stuff you know it's like any partnership does you can't sit with her dad and be like hey pops you know like you know right. just maybe give the kid a break because he's you know he's got he's got this shit going on you can't you know and it's, you can eat i mean you can eat, obviously you know you can have a sit down with her son um and be like oh hey come on you know if you just do this and like everything will go smoothly and that's fine because you're not telling him off but you can't afterwards you can't go to him and be like Oh, uh, hey, kid, what the fuck was that about? Kind of thing. I just fucking told you. You can't fucking listen for two fucking seconds. You know, like, right, right. speak to a kid like that. But you know what I mean? And then, but you can have that conversation with, with, with Maya and, and because you're on, you're on equal footing kind of thing with that. Yeah. It's different. Right. Yeah. It, like we talk about that stuff, but also like her relationship with her, her father is also tense. So, wow. right. It's just all the way around, uh, that is uh, just a recipe for disaster all of that oh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. and and like i'm aware of it and that's why i i tell both you know the boy and the girl in this scenario i'm like just yeah. keep your heads down whatever they ask you to do just do it, it yeah. because otherwise like you're everybody here is sitting on a powder keg yeah and also as well because you're like you know you're cool bo like if they're going to listen to anyone it's going to be you if they didn't listen to you they just—they're not going to listen, are they? They're, they're, that's just right. you know, and they're it's not. not anything you've done. It's just that's how they are, right? Because neither one of them, because of how they grew up, neither one of them want somebody to tell them how to live their lives, even though they're young and don't know shit. Yeah, but they also, as well, I imagine, like, I mean, I don't know. This is me just assuming off what you told me. Like that, you know, they a a up until they, you know, were adopted, they hadn't really had to deal with any kind of authority. They didn't mm-hmm. have. A, a strong parental figure to be able to guide them with like well guidance <laughs> and, um you know and then and you know and then also as well like they probably have like and i don't mean this disrespectfully but like a bit of a chip on their shoulder because it's like well i've been through shit like don't fucking tell me what to do i've fucking lived life and i'm only 10 yeah you know and that's fucking tragic it's fucking awful that they've had to have that life up until you know however long with with maya but you know i can understand why like you know you've got a particularly headstrong 11 year old going like you can't fucking tell me what to do because mm-hmm. i get that 100 percent, but it also it equally it doesn't make anyone's day any easier you yeah. Know, it's, oh it's yeah f- f- absolutely for sure like it is it is very much a like i get this mm. you know you're you're not you're not out of bounds and i understand you know why they're saying this and you know like it you you the problem is they're too young to really talk to them about that stuff in a mm-hmm. in a rational way because well, yeah. they're just not rational creatures at this point but no. you know but you're you're like yeah i understand why you're doing this but also mm-hmm. as, as before you are making things worse not better 
Yeah, and, like, I get it, but if you could not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times that's why it's like, hey, if 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 the way to keep the peace here is yeah. just for you two to go up to the office and play Roblox and Fortnite and whatever, then that's just what we're going to do to keep everything chill. You got to pick your battles. That's the main thing about parenthood that I've learned. Pick your battles. Like, you know what? Like, God, Jesus, if you know, you were saying earlier about like how like they constantly need attention. Well, you know, that isn't made any better by having an only child and being a single parent. And so, you know, because they just want you all the time. And, um, you know, sometimes I have to do things that don't involve her. Like sometimes I have to do housework. Sometimes I have to make a call. Some, you know what I mean? Like sometimes I even have to podcast prep, you know? Like, mm-hmm. And, um, and generally I do try and leave that until after she goes to sleep, but I'm not going to lie. There is a, always a very strong chance that I will fall asleep with her, um, while putting her down. Like I'll like sort of like lie next to her and then I'll drift off myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's so annoying. Um, so it, you know, if it, but if it means like okay so i crack on i put on a disney movie for like an hour and 20 minutes all right hour and 20 minutes is probably not ideal for a four-year-old but i tell you what i get shit done <laughs> and if that's what i need to do every now and then or like you know she's having like an absolute whinge because she won't eat all of her greens mm-hmm. you know what she's had fish fingers and i guess chips or potatoes today that is fine she's eaten something she'll have an apple in the morning you know like it's that <laughs> you have to kind of like is it worth the stress of like if you keep putting your foot down or is it just going to be like do you know what fuck it it's fine like she's not going to die because of this so this isn't going to like affect the rest of her life um you know but me constantly berating her me constantly telling her like nagging at her like that does have a potential long-term effect and i don't want her time because me and my ex we've split it 50 50 we're very kind of amicable co-parenting down you know we're very you know gwyneth paltrow and chris martin about it <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um you know so um she's only with me half the time and i don't want to spend and then you know part of that time she's at school now and before that she was at nursery so i don't want to spend you know those couple of hours in the morning and few hours evening at night whinging at her you know so i'm like ah fuck it if you want to put on a bit of tv or whatever like while i get on with some stuff that's cool we'll have a nice cuddle have a bit of cocoa have a bedtime story and you'll go to bed happy you know you won't go to bed fractious because you've been crying because i've you know you want my attention and i just in that moment can't give it to you you know you gotta you, you gotta pick pick your battles on it yeah, the yeah. Best thing i can say with it yeah and my and i are kind of adventurous eaters like we mm. like to make and and go to places that have just interesting stuff to eat nice <clears throat> yeah it's really it, it's really nice for us but <laughs> uh you know when we're you know especially with her because she'll she'll make fairly elaborate dinners of course she cooks like this woman isn't fucking like amazing enough like oh yeah and it's stuff like you know i'll show up after work and she's like oh yeah i just made these sirloins and here's some asparagus that i I made to go along with it and also here's some scallop potatoes i'm like this is all amazing and this is something i would treat myself to on occasion and it's just Oh, well, it's Tuesday, so I made steak for everybody. Oh, fuck off. Right, fuck right, right. Right off. 
it's tuesday so you're getting pizza out of the oven and you know what you'll fucking enjoy it that's yeah. my house yeah you know? yeah that's what i'm used to and so i'm really i'm always shocked by it. but but it was constantly if i because the especially the boy would be like well this is just too chewy it's like you mean oh, you've shut got up. right like you've got to ch- You've actually got to move your jaw. <laughs> this is the problem that you have with this food. Oh my god! You know what, kid? Come over to my house. We'll have pizza all day. In fact, we'll do a we'll do a swap. You come to my house on days that I don't have Ava. You raid my freezer. That is fine. I'll hop a flight and I will fucking sit and eat medallions and sirloin and fucking shallots and scallops and shit. Right. Like I will fucking swap that shit. And the bonus, I don't even have to cook it. It's I don't even have to cook it. It's crazy it, it so but like, to your point about picking your battles there were a lot of arguments about just eat some of this would you because like this is food that most people would would love to have in front of them mm-hmm. and right just anybody anybody and you know and, it, and maybe it's not just that like she did these um uh pulled pork tacos one night and and when she roasted the pork, they it was some kind of like coffee glaze. I'm eye rolling so hard. I, I know. I, I mean, believe it. It was amazing. And they were like, "Well, this doesn't taste like normal tacos." Oh my god! Right? No, it's just. Oh my god! Right? No, they're just. Oh, the worst. how do you live with this, Bo? <laughs> like- and so, it, oh, I mean, but it it turned into a fight every night. Of just like, yeah. will you eat, just eat one of these oh, and try to, to clean your plate. And <laughs> so. I just spent my drink. <laughs> but I was having that conversation with her where it was just like, you know, my God, why is it always a fight? And she, and the next day she was like, you know, I was thinking about what we were talking about of this always being a fight. So mm. here's what we're going to do is we're going to have an alternative for them. So that we can eat whatever we want, and then if they have to take at least a bite of it, and if they don't like it, then it's like, okay, well, there's stuff to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Here's some chicken nuggets that you can make, whatever. Yeah. But of just like, we're not going to have this fight anymore. That yeah. there there are foods that they know they like, and that's what they're going to eat. But they have to at least sample the the other stuff. But yeah, that's I all. Feel like that's fair. Yeah, I feel like that's fair. And I think you know, like you can still. I mean, it doesn't have to be like fuck all the stuff that you've just listed. Um, but you can still have relatively healthy, balanced, you know, instant food. Like for lack of a better term, you know, like you know, like Ava, for example. Like I'll give her fish fingers there's fish in it she likes mm-hmm. sweet corn so i'll make sure that she eats her sweet corn and like all right if she has some chips like you know they're they're at least they're potato they're all right they're fried and they've, god knows what they've got in them but she's had fish she's had vegetables she really likes fruit and the fuckers mother kids man they will go I, I i don't know if this is what what your kids are like but at school at nursery around anyone else's house doesn't matter what the fuck you serve up she will eat it and ask for seconds mm-hmm so I know that she's eaten well at nursery or now school. You know, I know that, she, and you know, she's had like, I mean, the stuff that they serve up is like, it's better than what I eat, you know? <laughs> um, and so I'm like, okay, you know what? She's had X, Y, Z at nursery today. If she wants pizza for tea, fine. If she doesn't want to eat every single sweet corn or, or garden pea that's on that plate, fine. 
you know because i know that at school or whatever she's she has eaten well and then like at weekends like generally like she's pretty good with eating like fruit she likes cucumber so i usually actually serve up some cucumber she's very good with meat and she's very good with fish so i'm just like you know what she's full it could be a fuck ton worse if it means that i have to kind of you know put it in breadcrumbs <laughs> mm-hmm. then fine <laughs> you know and it's it's yeah it, it, it's that but like she is yeah she's a fucking nightmare for like don't like this and yet i've heard all the different shit that she i've picked her up from nursery and she's like eating like bell peppers cut up into slices you know and then i'll give it to her at home it's like don't like it i'm like bitch i saw you fucking two hours ago with that <laughs> hanging out your mouth <laughs> you're a liar you are lying to me yeah oh <laughs> fucking liar <laughs> yeah. yeah oh oh boy yeah they're it's, fuckers they're fuckers isn't they speaking of lying here so here's here's the one that just happened a couple of days ago so i go in uh, i show up uh maya's off doing crossfit because of course she is oh my god i was like we're gonna get so well it's like no we actually have nothing in common she's such a better person than me in every way (laughs) yeah and and, and, like crossfit's relatively new but she's been doing it for a few months now and Mm -hmm. and really likes it so and it's also just like hey i'm gonna get away from the kids get away from my job oh yeah Uh uh-huh you know that that kind of thing exercise is great for that mind reset yeah so i show up she's at crossfit and uh, I know for a fact that the boy has been withholding homework, doing his homework, just not turning it in. So he's, he's what? yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. What? Like, I, like I said, go it out of your way to just do the <laughs> wrongest, <laughs> dumbest thing. Yeah. He puts the work in and gets none of the reward. In fact, not only does he not get reward, he gets punished. That's right. Yes. <laughs> That's a hundred percent correct. The opposite of what America's. A- well, no, it's not actually, is it? That's actually the exact so, what America is. So yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so just like, I realized halfway out of my mouth that that was, yep, living that American dream there, kid. <laughs> oh yeah, no, she had to have a whole meeting with the teachers, and uh, and the girl's doing fine. Like she's a little behind in math, but everything else <laughs> is fine. Like she's as as with most girls, she's more mature and more together yeah and the boy on the other hand total fucking mess and (laughs) has has been just telling teachers like i'm not gonna do that yeah yeah i just i don't i don't understand make it make sense bo i right no i know and so as a result he's doing fine in like three classes but two classes he's outright failing right now because he hasn't turned in the work but he's done the work but he's yes he's done the work he just doesn't turn it in why is this just out of like belligerent like fuck you i'm doing it but you ain't gonna get to see it my 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 belief is this is my armchair psychology yeah but I (laughs) i think the issue is that he's got this kind of internal narrative that he's dumb and that he's he's a failure and I think it's just a, some self-esteem stuff that comes from how he grew up. And, oh, that and, sucks. And so if he turns in all this homework and is getting good grades, well, that's not who he is, or at least that's not the the person he's created for himself. And so us telling oh, him, man. like, you know, you're a really smart, capable kid, gets in the way of this internal narrative that he's built up. And I think that's what's going on. 
Maybe just tell him he's a fuck up and reverse psychology that shit. And be like, no, fuck you. I ain't a fuck up. Look at this shit. A, 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 A. I, you know, I don't want to lean into that because every now and again, like, oh, his... no, I was totally kidding, though. Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't but, tell uh, your kid he's a fuck up. Like, his, <laughs> his, his birth father, like, went to jail. And so every now and again, he'll be like, well, I'm just going to end up in jail. And it's like, no, you know, oh, no, you're not. You're going to be fine. And, like you, you landed in the best possible place you can. Like you have every opportunity in the world. Like m- yeah. money is never going to be an issue. Um, you have yeah. everything you could possibly yeah. want. You know, all you've got to do is kind of wrap your head around the idea that you can do this. And so, mm. you know, but I think that's, like I said, total armchair psychology. I think that's the struggle. That's a lot for a kid to have on his shoulders, though, isn't it? Oh, it's it's the worst. And, and, and so that's why I'm so forgiving of it. But also, you did the fucking homework, kid. All you got to do is just hand it to her. It's just literally hand it the easiest part of the whole fucking thing. So yeah, so but this is the lying oh, part of it. Him. This is this is where I'm like my sympathy runs out. So I, <laughs> so Maya's at CrossFit. I I come, uh, I I get to her place, and I'm like, hey, I know that you had this teacher meeting, and I haven't gotten a message from Maya telling me what your homework is. So what homework do you have? And he says, oh, I did it all already. And I'm like, mm, I'm skeptical, but you know, also I know that they're giving him extra time in the day to make up some of this work. Right. And I'm like, okay, you know, what about these science labs? Cause I know there's some science labs that you just totally refuse to do. And now you've <laughs> got to do a bunch of them. And he's like, Oh, they haven't given that to me yet. Okay. So you don't have homework. You did it all today in school. Do you have anything to read? No, you know, just down the list. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. We had a classroom assignment. I did that. Great. Okay. I don't have evidence to the contrary, so I'm going to take your word for it. Mm-hmm. And so I go... Guilty. Oh, right. So I go to the bedroom, start reading my homework, and right. Maya comes home and is like, why aren't you doing your homework to, to him? And he's like, well, I was going to, but then Bo said he didn't want to help me what yeah yeah that's where i was like oh you little lion son of a bitch that's not how this went down that's <laughs> oh, not how this happened at all <laughs> yeah totally throwing me under the bus oh my god what an asshole yeah Sorry, the kid's 11 no he's not an asshole but fuck oh my god yeah that's no he was an asshole at that point yeah 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 um and of course Maya was like that's not what happened like i know for a fact <laughs> yeah. that you know, because I had texted her like, hey, what homework does he have so we can we can start working on this? <laughs> so he was just like, and I, I called him on it, too, because uh, I was like, I heard you, you know, saying that I, I refuse to help uh, with the homework. Do, is that what I said? No. All right. Well, <laughs> oh, you, you son of a bitch. Oh, you little tyke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but but that'll happen. And then, you know. Uh, a day later i i got up a little early and he woke up a little early too and you know i'm making him some toast and jam and i'm having coffee and we have this wonderful conversation about like the halloween decorations that we're about to put up mm-hmm. and he's he's talking about maybe taking a boxing class so we looked at some like classic boxers and talked about like see he you know he's more scientific and this guy's more of a bruiser and you had this really wonderful moment where it was just you know the boy and me 
And right. And that stuff is like, well, that's what gets you from being thrown out of the house. Yeah. Um, That is the thing. Kids are assholes, but they're not just assholes. Yeah. Like I have, it's so so annoying because Ava will do something right. And she'll like, I don't know. She'll do something that she know, like she knows she shouldn't be doing. And then I'll go in. I'm like, "Uh, Ava, uh, what is this? And she'll, and she'll go like, she'll just give me this look. Like it wouldn't be anything like too terrible, you know, but I am trying to parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, at least trying. And uh, she'll kind of give me this look because she knows that it's not really that like that bad. Like she'll have, I don't know, eaten the last biscuit or something where I specifically told her do not eat any more biscuits. And she'll look at, she'll look at me with this like side eye kind of smirk, sort of cheeky smile and god damn it (laughs) like i'm like don't you don't you smile at me and then she'll do this flat out grin and then she's like sorry mommy while smiling and i'm like oh you're such an asshole come here Mm -hmm. give me a hug you know like (laughs) yeah it's just like they fucking work your buttons and like you'll have like moments where like oh like today out of nowhere um she because she's she started school this week but they have these like intro days and she's only doing a few hours at a time and this morning she didn't well today she didn't start until the afternoon so we had a morning and i took her to one of those like soft play center things you know with like the ball pits and the fucking slides and you know bouncy castles and shit like you know all of that sort of stuff like the like the indoor adventure you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. oh for sure yeah yeah like a kind of a indoor no 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 like an indoor arcade kind of thing with yeah yeah kind of thing we've got one of those down the road it's got laser tag and go-karts and all kinds of crazy shit okay well we haven't got that but like they got you know they got slides and ball pits so um (laughs) but the main point is i can sit there with a coffee for two hours while she just runs riot and plays with her friends it's well her friends that she's met there and then that's great um and uh so i took her there today and like um on the way out and it was really hot it was really heartwarming and heartbreaking because obviously she's only with me for half the time now um but we got out the car and she was so excited and then she gets she ran up to the door and then she comes back and she gave me this big hug like totally impromptu and she was like thank you mummy i miss you oh yeah and i was like oh fuck but like it was just like you know and then and then like literally like that because kids are just fucking like this she just literally smiled at me ran inside the building right she knew what she was fucking doing you know and um and i was like cool i'll, I'll get a latte thanks you know like and the moment was done but you have these like moments where it's just like fuck i love the shit out of you god damn it like yeah the um fucking the, the girl it. has a thing where um she wants me to be the one to wake her up in the morning cute and because when i wake her up i sing dumb songs Ah, can you and, sing one? Uh, sure. Like I'll I'll wake her up and be like, "It's time to wake up. There are monkeys under your bed. They're gonna steal your blankets and poop on your head." <laughs> and, oh my god, that's amazing! So, I'm gonna use that with Ava. <laughs> so yeah, so I do that, and uh, and she's the worst about waking up. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, th- there's a, a standing deal with the boy about. Hey, if you can wake yourself up at 6 a.m. and get clothes on and get cleaned up and get ready for school, you can have a later bedtime. Right. And he has. Like, he's been really good about that. And so the girl was like, well, how come he gets to stay up later? And it's like, well, right. because he's getting himself up. 
And so she was like, well, what if I do that? And it's like, okay, give it a shot. Totally washed out. Like day one, just cannot get out of bed. <laughs> so, <laughs> but she, uh, she does like it when I, when I do that, cause I'll come and I kind of, you know, shake her gently and sing the song to her. And then she wakes up and, and kind of most of the time gets moving not it's not a hundred percent but most of the time it works yeah but it starts a day with a smile doesn't it oh right and she gives me like a big hug and everything it's just oh oh, it's it's the absolute best and uh so yeah it's that stuff that's like all right you have bought yourself you know some good grace right a little more like oh now you get food tonight (laughs) (laughs) you earn some pudding yeah, yeah right you know and but that's the thing because every now and again the because she's really she's uh, obstinate for sure but most of the time she's really sweet and she's incredibly funny um yeah, like, like saying before like she, she comes up with that whole fucking like the the nail salon yeah yeah thing. And, <laughs> and she is just full of weird stuff like that like it the moment she sets foot on stage and gets a laugh she is going to be in it oh, and and yeah. i think she she's kind of headed that way she's gonna be a little bit of a drama nerd like fingers crossed Wait, she's gonna be i was yeah i was a big drama nerd i don't know if you can tell this about you know what some i, I was at work and i said like I, it, was, it was part of the conversation i mentioned that like i was a drama kid like i took drama not only did i i have it as my final exam at school but i also like took it in college as well I took two different types of drama courses in college and um (laughs) and my colleague like just looks at me like so dry dryly and just like of course you were a drama kid Mm -hmm. I was like the fuck what is that supposed to be like you are so a drama kid I'm just like really like I didn't didn't know like that was but yeah apparently I'm a real drama kid and it's obvious so I don't know yeah I I'm not (laughs) stunned by that 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 feels right (laughs) yeah um but yeah. yeah yeah so i'm like fingers crossed i'm hoping that she's like kind of the goth horror nerd drama kid yeah is yeah. is the the future i've envisioned for her. do you and, know as well because like she's had like a hard upbringing plenty of material to source from she wants to do stand-up comedy mm-hmm. just saying the people with tra- people with trauma have like the best sense of humor because you have to yeah <laughs> you know like you fucking have to um so yeah so maybe she can like you know utilize the shit that's happened and, and use it for a force of good yeah and the boy right now just wants to you know like play video games professionally right. and i and i keep explaining like that's not gonna happen man you're not that good at it I've, I've, I've... <laughs> no i love how it's not like hey that's not a suitable like job that you can't obviously you can't earn a fuck ton of money from that but like you know the usual kind of parental thing of like that's not a real job it's just like no, dude, you ain't doing that because you just you're not that good. <laughs> right. I mean, he doesn't suck, but he's not like millionaire good at right. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's what I tell him. I'm like, you might ju- get a few Twitch followers. That's like, that's it. That's you, your capacity, dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was like, hey, you're not you're not that quick and charming, so you're not gonna be, <laughs> you know, do it. You don't doing have the voiceover tits either. Stuff. So right. Like. Yeah. That you know. So that's the, the other way you get an audience, but. Like, sure yeah. and he wants to do some streaming and 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 you know the the negotiations are ongoing but it's like okay you cannot ever be on camera mm-hmm. like you know we're not going to allow that at this age 
Yeah, yeah. For sure. uh, but maybe you can just stream and talk over a game, but that's yeah. about where it's going to stay for now. And also, mm-hmm. you're you don't consistently have the internet because of your poor behavior. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> like you well, are there you go. that might be a way of like hey look dude if you fucking do this you've got no internet which means you can't stream tonight you know yeah. like maybe that's a way forward for you know behavioral i don't know control for lack of a better yeah well, i mean, I mean you would <laughs> behavior hope dictatorship yeah and he knows like and I, I understand it's just the age he is and it's impulse mm-hmm. control and that kind of thing mm-hmm. but yeah there was a, a text from him to his mom that she sent me the other day that was just like Oh, I think my theater teacher's going to email you tonight. I'm really sorry. And and he was like, I was just doing a thing and I thought it was really funny and I couldn't stop myself from doing it. And I got in trouble for it. So I know you're going to take my internet tonight and I understand. Oh my God. That's so sweet. Yeah, I know. I was like, I appreciate that it's preemptive. Yeah. you know that he he's like Doing look some damage control. Right. Hey, I know what I did. I screwed up. I know you've got to punish me for it. But I'm just letting you know that I'm aware of it. It's, I don't want you to be Please surprised. Please don't yell at me, mom. Like, yeah. I get it. I'll just take the hit. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, it, this is a thing. Like when you're a kid as well, like you just, your brain isn't developed enough to sort of really understand. Like in the moment, if something feels good or is funny or I don't know, whatever, like you just do the thing. Yeah. Oh, sure. You know, like, I, yeah. Again, it's like that that reel that was going around, like, let's make poor decisions. Shall we do the thing? Shall we do, you know, have you seen that one? Like, it's yeah, like, should yeah. we do the, let, let's make poor decisions. Like, that is just, that is kids. I mean, that's a lot of other people too, but that is kids in a nutshell, isn't it? Just like, hey, I know better, but fuck it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, I'll just deal with the consequences later. Because yeah. right now it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and I, the theater teacher did in fact call Maya, and but at the same time she was like the the theater teacher said, um, "This is not the only phone call I've got to make tonight because apparently there's something going around at school where they like to play slap fights with each other." <laughs> And so I've got to call this other kid's parent for doing the same dumb shit. So it's not like he's not blazing new trails with the dumb shit he's doing. He's just doing the same dumb shit that other kids are doing. Yeah, and also the da- same dumb shit that we fucking did. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I bet that was so fucking funny. Shit like that just really makes me laugh. Like anyone getting hurt, like in that dumb way, not really getting hurt, but like you know like people walking into doors and shit like that would just i have such a fucking tom and jerry sense of humor like it's it's just like roadrunner was my favorite because it was so unpredictable i think it's because i have adhd so apparently people with adhd like find unpredictable stuff very very funny because often more often than not we can like predict a a joke but if we have something that's very unpredictable someone getting hurt like predict like usually someone getting hurt when you're not expecting it like that just you know rings our bell and uh yes i can confirm it does so that shit just that does sound hilarious like if i was his teacher i'd have such a hard time a not laughing and b not fucking joining in (laughs) i think it's a relatively (laughs) new teacher who who is just trying to keep head above water with all these little knuckleheads oh bless them (laughs) 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, because he's got a couple of teachers that are, you know, sort of old salty veterans of, yeah. of public schools <laughs> that are like, have no, he has no problem in any of those classes because they right. just don't put up with any bullshit. Yeah. But he's. They still use the cane if they could. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. Like, he's a real give an inch, take a mile kind of kid. 100%. And, yeah. and, but that's every kid, though, surely, right? For the most part. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not. Like, he he is not unique in the kind of tomfoolery he gets up to. And for no. the most part, he's a, a terribly sweet kid. Mm, um, yeah, he does sound it. But, you know, it, like the theater class, for example, that he is constantly getting in trouble in. Uh, it's, and I, It's drama class. It's the biggest fucking DOS. And I say that as a drama drama kid. Like, that it is the biggest fucking DOS. You get put into groups with your friends to fucking fuck around for, like, yeah. 45 minutes, basically. And as long as you produce something at the end, like, they don't give a fuck about what else you do. Like, it was just such a piece of piss. Yeah, there's just no real structure to a lot no. of it. And he needs structure yeah. and boundaries. If he's got ADD and... or anything of that nature, yeah. which it sounds like he does, like, you know... um, yeah he needs he needs structure but he also it's such a fucking balance isn't it because you need structure but you also need to be you don't need to you don't want to feel that structure mm -hmm. but like yeah so it is difficult like uh I, I really empathize with this kid as a kid who grew up with undiagnosed adhd yeah uh <laughs> I, I i do i do yeah for and he, right he he takes his meds and and in fact they just recently upped them because he had a couple of days where he was just you know, a bouncing, whirling dervish at school. And right. it was like, all right, we got to, we got to jack up the dosage here and see if, you know, we're not trying to zombie the kid out or anything. No, no, but, but you have to have that balance. Yeah. He's just got to be able to sit still for a few minutes. And, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, again, he, you know, there are those moments where he'll, you know, w come up and just give me a big hug and, and which isn't, like that's still relatively new too you know because i haven't been around that long but mm. now he it, it's to the point like when i come in he gives me a hug and that's like, so nice and Ugh. for a kid his age like a boy especially like not to like play on gender stereotypes but usually yeah like boys are, are less likely at that age to kind of show affection yeah you know like so like that's that's a that's a big deal like that's definite that's definite bow points Oh, for sure. And, you know, I've thought about that, too, of like, oh, there's not that much time before this is going to start to seem, um, you know, uncomfortable for him that it's going to he's going to be too old it, for it. It might not, though. Like, you know, if it's something he's used to doing, like, hopefully he's secure enough in himself to be like, yeah, I'll give him a, give a fucking bow a hug. Come it, bring it in. It would be great. And I think a lot of it, too, is, you know, that's not the environment that they had. Um, yeah. you know, they were largely yeah, just ignored well. and yeah. So, um, you know, they're pretty good about, uh, like once they've, they've opened up and accepted you, they're mm -hmm. terribly shy when you first meet them. But then once, once they're comfortable and I've been around enough now and that's been... the fucking best though. Cause you kind of, you've earned it. Yeah. 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 Like I, I've seen them at some pretty low spots like when he's in, engaging in some really bad behavior mm. and um so i think that because i've been there when he's done some stuff that like he knew not at the time but you know um he'll he'll have moments where he just screams yeah and, and 
you know, and I know a lot of it is just like, hey, this is all the trauma that he had when he was a kid. And, yeah, and a, it's, lot of, a lot of emotion for a kid who can't process emotion. Right. And also, I'm doing this to get attention in the only way I ever got attention which is oh to oh my god that's so horrible yeah which is to make it impossible to pay attention to anything else yeah. and but but that's the trick is like when he does that you just have to totally ignore it and right. and show him like hey this is not how you get attention right um yeah. but he'll just scream at the top of his lungs for like five or ten minutes and it's right it's crazy when you when you're like just somebody that has lost all ability to reason mm. and it's just yelling and and it doesn't happen often i think it's happened like twice right um and it used to be like a weekly thing so it's he's gotten way way better mm. uh but yeah when that stuff happens um you know and that's it, hard it's it, it's rough on him and it's kind of rough on maya for sure oh yeah and so and it, it freaks his sister out as well because she's like why are you doing this and um but then after like he understands that he did something wrong and that's the trick is that you've just got to come at him hard with a lot of affection and love well that's it yeah he's got to feel reassured in his environment and even when he does have moments like that like you know, it's not even that he's wrong. It's just, I mean, he doesn't know any better. That's how he's had to process and that's how he's had to do it. But it's just, that's not the way that you do it, though. It's not yeah. like the way that, you know, you, you get what you want or like, you know, you communicate. And um, and it's not a healthy way necessarily to um, outlet your emotion. There, there are better, I mean, you know, every now and then you need a scream and I get, I get that I scream every now and then. Mm -hmm. But like, um, but, you know, the way that that sounds, it sounds like, almost counter but like it'll make him feel worse and it's and he's doing it for a very specific reason as opposed to like an outlet and um yeah and I think like you know but what he needs to know is that like it doesn't matter even if he does do that he's still loved he's still supported and you know all that sort of stuff <clears throat> because it's when you do that and then you don't get any sort of like affirmation afterwards that's when it can feel like you're like you're really alone or that you don't have a support structure but as long as like he understands in hindsight, which it sounds like he does, that you know that's not the way to go about it. But hey, we still love you, yeah. fucking knucklehead. Come here, give me a hug. Let's go get ice cream, kind of thing, or whatever it is that you do. You know, like you know that's the, that's the main thing there. And then that's the, from there, that's when you can have like a, a level of communication that it's is a lot more um, sort of one on one and a lot more level headed. Um, so yeah, like I, there's this thing with obviously my kids a lot younger and stuff, and she very much is just still not able and also as well she's behind in her speech so you know she she finds it very frustrating because she can't communicate in the way that she wants because she's sharp as a fucking tack like her mm -hmm. brain there's nothing nothing wrong with her brain but she just she can't communicate verbally in the way i think that she wants to and i think she finds it very frustrating so sometimes she'll go off on one and i just have to ignore it because exactly as you said like i can't reinforce that behavior if you do that then you're going to get something you're going to get what you want or you're going to get like whatever um, and I have to just sort of wait to it out it's out of her system and then she'll come in and she'll go I'm sorry mommy I'm like it's okay come here give me a hug and I'll be like right what is it that you want tell me again try again and you know and then we grow um, and you know it it's it's you know kids psychology it's, I mean mine is very much armchair psychology like yours but like you know you have to kind of like learn what works for different kids because like you know every kid is so different like you can't use one rule book and apply it to every kid that's impossible that's fucking stupid but like you know you have to work out what works for you 
and what works for your kids so that you can get to like a positive conclusion at the end of it and you know what if that means leaving them alone just to let them work out their shit for five minutes if that means you know letting them have ice cream for dinner because jesus fucking christ like i just need to get shit done or whatever like you know that's 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 you you do you kind of thing whatever you need to to get to whatever it is that you need as as a parent and 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 also as like a caregiver so you know like it's it's very much just sort of accommodating your kid but with the constraints of making it productive so that you don't reinforce like I don't want to say bad habits but like reinforce sort of like less well negative um behavioral patterns so that you know they can grow and learn and they understand why such and such isn't a particular way to act and such and such is not what you say it's not what you do if you know you want to be respected or if you don't want to get in trouble or whatever you know yeah yeah and the thing i'm you know fingers crossed about is that as they both get a little older and get into their teenage years and start Mm -hmm. to start to be able to express themselves a little more that you know that they can have those conversations especially about stuff that they grew up with that i know is you know certainly under the surface that they just at this point don't really talk about don't really want to talk about and i get all that like no you know 100%. nobody nobody's pushing them for that but no um but at some point they'll want to and and or hopefully you know and, and work their way through it all but mm-hmm. you know like you said it's just a whole lot of hey we're we're trying to provide a, a scenario or a, an environment in which they can just kind of figure a lot of that shit out for themselves to some degree Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. within the you know with with, within the parameters that you give them of like well you have to behave like a a decent human being but other than that you know just it's just it's creating a safe space isn't it it's just like look you know when you're ready to deal with it we're here for you but you deal with it you know if you can deal with it like some of it yourself great but we are here for you if you want it and when they get to a point where they're emotionally mature enough to be able to process that thing of like, hey, this is actually what I need, then they can come to you and be like, oh, hey, hey, mom, hey, hey, dad, or hey, bro, or whatever, you know, and be like, um, actually, can can we talk about this? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, and, and knowing though that you're always there and you're always open and you'll always be fair to them, you know, and there are things that when I was a kid, like, I mean, I didn't have any <clears throat> childhood trauma or anything. I was very fortunate with my childhood, but like, um you know teenagers are still teenagers and like I was so mad at my mom for so many things that she wouldn't let me do or she got mad at me because I went ahead and did that thing and I didn't understand at the time and in hindsight I'm just like well yeah and the main thing was is that my mom always and my dad as well but I was closer with my mom about certain stuff because you know she's my mom and a girl um and uh you know and I was always able to talk to her about anything real if I needed to. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything. There was no topic that was off bounds. There was nothing that I was going to get in trouble for if I needed help or I just wanted advice. Like my mom was always very much like, you want to know? You come talk to me. When my mom has lived, my mom has lived a life, let's say, you know, there's not really much that she doesn't know about. And, um, you know, like there was always that open door for me. So even if I got in trouble or even if she gave me hell because I hadn't done something that I promised I would or I'd gone under behind her back or whatever it was you know normal dumb teenage shit when it came really down to it like I could always talk to her and in hindsight I always knew that like 
when she when she did have a go at me for something it was yeah it was definitely for a good reason you know and especially now being a parent like I'm like yeah I've so often so so often I've like been on the phone to my mum because my mum lives abroad been on the phone to my mum and been like mum I'm so sorry I'm so sorry for all of the shit that I gave you (laughs) you know and she's just like yep suck it (laughs) you know like and she's like I knew this day would come I fucking knew it in my bones and it was made it worth it you know like she's so smug about it and like I'm like all right yeah fuck you this was a nice moment but you know what? all right fuck off then like you know um but yeah like it's it's so funny it's kind of like what I was saying earlier about like you know dropping my kid off at school and me remembering being a kid doing like having that same experience and it's like you know talking about um uh you know all the stuff that you're going through and remembering all the shit I went through with my mum and like my grandparents namely my nan because my nan was there a lot in the pictures she was around a lot and um you know I she would be very protective of me and I'd resent her for it but obviously now I understand why and like trying to apply those sorts of things to when Ava gets to that age and you know and she's even more sassy than she is now and giving me shit and going well fuck you i'm gonna go stay with dad like fine you don't fucking hear anyway bam you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that shit. Oh, i should not have said that hey baby like, you know and just you know because fucking it doesn't it doesn't matter what who you are what job you've got what else you've got going on in your life no one fucking has a clue what they're doing especially when it comes to parenting we're all fucking winging it and like you know if it, just keep your kid alive and healthy and that's literally the 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 best you can do you know like anything else is a bonus and don't give yourself shit if it doesn't go exactly to plan and that's and that's the biggest lesson that I've learned over these last four years is like I just got to give myself a break every now and then and like she's fine she's happy and you know that's the main thing you know yeah oh for sure yeah I mean you know it's something I, I tell my all the time is like look you know despite what happened to them prior to their adoption which Mm. was which was tragic but they could not have ended up like this is the best possible outcome oh fuck yeah they've got such a fortunate upbringing you know yeah was i mean somebody that is devoted to their well-being is is grateful for them will do anything for them yeah and you know i i'm like i'm constantly telling them when they get in trouble about something I'm like, yeah, it's the old uh, uh, line from the movie Midnight Run of like, your mom didn't do this to you. You did this to you. Like, you know, you <laughs> right. were, you know, you got in trouble because of the thing you did. Yeah. You know, like your mom doesn't enjoy punishing you. I certainly mm-hmm. don't enjoy having these conversations with you. You know, no. if you would just not do this thing that you have been asked not to do, mm-hmm. it, everything's cool. You just yeah. insist on doing Very it. Very simple fucking thing. Right, right. And yeah. it's okay if you do it. Like, at the end of the day, like, yes, you'll have to deal with your punishment. But, uh, you know, like, that's where it ends. Nobody's trying to be, you know, malicious about it. And nobody's enjoying. No, not. You know. Um, no, so uh, all right let's let's shift we because, should really get to this movie <laughs> yeah because we but it but it's fun like i in a in a very love actually kind of way when i was thinking about having the, this particular episode i was like oh this is sort of you know not just talking about children as the end product of love 
but that it's just a different kind of love. Like the love that you have for kids is kind of unique, but it's, yeah, but it, it's so worth the discussion, um, mm. you know, because it's, it, it it's that weird combination of it's one of the best things that I have in my life right now is dealing with them. And it's also one of the most frustrating things where you oh, just you know, want to throw them out a window. Oh, oh my God. Fuck. Yeah. Like the thing that I say most often, because, um, actually I probably should stop saying this to her face. Um, <laughs> cause she does start to, she is like understanding stuff now. Um, but I'll say it to other people <clears throat> and it'll be like, love of my life, pain in my ass, you know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Um, and that is it in a nutshell they are the loves of your life like you know if you're, you're wanting kids or whatever and you're a good parent like they are the loves of your life but fuck fuck my life do they push every single goddamn button do they get under your skin like ah, oh, like even as a baby they have no coherent thought yet they don't fuck but they just fucking get under your skin and you are just like I swear to fucking god is it too late to put you up to adoption because I swear to Christ I swear to fucking Christ you know like it is just and you're sleep deprived and you haven't seen your friends in god knows how long except you see their fucking snapchat stories or whatever like and they yeah I'm so fine I'm single I'm loving my fuck you and like you know everything's fucking stressful and then your kid fucking smiles at you or they give you a hug or they say something cute and adorable funny or any of the above and it's like god it fall in love with you all over again how mm-hmm. do you fucking do this and it, only only kids only fucking kids do both you yeah know, i wouldn't put up with the shit that my kid gives me from anyone else oh but I'll, of put, course I'll put up not. with it from her with a fucking smile to boot yeah yeah God damn it she has got me fucking wrapped yeah oh yeah uh, all the time i was like you're such a sucker like because you know because i'll i'll be like all right you know like one of them will sweet talk me into staying up an extra 15 minutes for no good reason and she's like you're just a sucker for them yeah i'm I'm like but i just you know i like when they when they give me the puppy dog eyes that are like oh you know ava's done ava started doing the big eyes and the bottom lip going please mm-hmm. uh, where have you got this from because i swear to god i will fucking knock them out yeah it's uh if you ever saw them uh puss in boots movies yeah she you know, hasn't she will never for that exact reason but it's, it's the that. kitten eyes where you're just like yeah. oh all right fair enough uh, you got yeah you make a good point your, your points are valid here i get it yeah. yeah it's fuckers anyway so guess he's not uh he's not fucking valid as 33 year old pretending to be kid psychos yeah all right so let's right so let's just kind of roll through orphan (laughs) and and we'll just do a best of here we'll just see yeah so but the whole premise so you've got vera farmiga and peter sarsgaard which the the casting of this movie is crazy good so good because this was as well this was back in 2009 where horror hadn't really made so much of a resurgence. Like it was, it was very much like lots of ghost stuff, lots of, you know, creepy kids, lots of that kind of thing. And, and it was very much still popcorn horror. Like it hadn't, it was, it was still kind of like sneered at a lot of the time. So to get like actors like these guys, oh, really good. 
Yeah, and like CCH Pounder as the nun is great. Mm. I mean, it's oh, just I love her. Uh, just a, a, a stacked cast. Um, mm. But so you've got uh, Peter Sarsgaard and Vera Farmiga are they've got one kid, right? Isn't just yeah. a little boy. Yeah, they and, had two, but now they only have one. Right, because well, kind of right. Well, the the baby's stillborn that yeah. they're having. And, I don't want to be disrespectful or anything, but yeah. Right. And so, you know, Vera Farmiga and Peter Sarsgaard decide kind of in the wake of that, that they're mm. going to adopt a child. Yeah. It's like a year later or something. It's really not that that long. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it looks because of the surgery that she had that maybe she can't have kids anymore is sort of the idea. Yeah, I think so. Because they had to cut her. They had to cut the kid out of her. Um, and I think there was probably just too much trauma in the stomach or something. I don't think they explicitly say, or it might just be that she can't go through that again. Yeah, maybe so. Emotionally, she's just not able to go through that nine months of, of, you know, anxiety. Because even when you haven't had that happen, when I was pregnant, I was fucking, I was so anxious all the time about, is there something wrong? I was in and out of hospital, just like, just unnecessarily, really, because... I was like, oh my god, she stopped moving for like two seconds. And they're like, all right, get her on the chair. Let's fucking start. You know, it would be yeah. fine every time, but you're fucking anxious as anything. I mean, I was anyway. So, like, maybe, like, you know, she just isn't isn't emotionally able to go through that again. I don't know. Okay. For whatever reason, they decide to adopt. Yeah. And so, and I was wrong. So, there are two kids there's the, the girl. Oh, yeah, there's two. Yeah. You, there, <laughs> there's the girl who's, who's deaf. Yes, that's right. And then the boy, Danny, who's the the one who just gets it all the worst in this movie. I uh, know. I think this is why we forgot about him because, like, I mean, they do half the time. So yeah, and, <clears throat> but so the, yeah, so they go to um to adopt a kid, and it turns out they meet uh a, a what presumably is a young girl named Esther. Mm-hmm. who is like um is very cute and very polite and seems is she cute is she i yeah i, I mean touch that kid with a fucking barge pole i'd be like nope what 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 set you off what was the thing where you were like oh that orphan's up to no good just a whole look like she looks like i think it's possibly because of like my uh like phobia to do with like clowns and mannequins and stuff but she looks like one of those like old-timey porcelain dolls i just no fuck off absolutely fucking not put yourself in some dungarees take those weird bunches (laughs) down damn well take that choker off because you do not look like a fucking 12 year old you look like a fucking victorian museum artifact right she looks like an american girl doll yeah Yeah, a fucking cursed one no less you can fuck right off yeah and so they're they're Sorry, wandering yeah, around. Know. No, I get it. Uh, <laughs> you so, wouldn't catch me in this movie, I tell you. I'd be like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> um so they're but they hear her singing. Well he hears her singing, doesn't yeah. he? He, he gets Peter all, bewitched by her fucking sorcery. <laughs> and <laughs> go <laughs> follows the kid. sound of her because she's singing uh is it the book of love, something like that? Yeah, the story of love. Oh yeah. yeah. Um yeah, sorry. I got a real kick out of it in first kill. Yeah. And um you know, the Peter Sarsgaard speaks peeks in on her and is about to bolt and she's like Hello, how are you? I am I am completely innocent young girl. 
and he's like oh well you know we're we're here to try to adopt a kid and then he sees that she's also like painted some stuff and and are like a reasonably good artist yeah and he's like like, she's clearly intelligent and talented right and he's like wow these are really good hold on let me get my wife and and see if she wants to kick the tires on you a little bit yeah because he's seeing like dollar signs in front of his eyes right now like like you know we can get this kid on like a fucking i mean that's what i would be i'd be like oh shit can we make some money Like, (laughs) like if you're like this protege like type artist or whatever like oh cool look at that honey honey get over here look at this look at this (laughs) <laughs> and so they're they're like hey this, this one seems pretty good and so sister abigail who's cch pounder in this movie is yeah. like hey so that's esther she's she's kind of mature for her age <laughs> and uh because in you know in theory she's nine years old uh yeah. and isabel Furman, who plays esther in in both of these movies was 10 she's, when she made this no she was 12 Oh, was she? I, th- yeah, I thought she <laughs> yeah, was Yeah, she was 12. But, yeah, so she was, you know, a child when yeah. when this movie was made. And, but, yeah, so the, you know, CCH Pounder is like, yeah, I mean, she wears all these ribbons and shit. She seems real polite and nice and, and that kind of thing. And The only time we've ever had any trouble is when we tried to, like, take off the ribbons. Because she wears it like a choke around her neck and then, like, bracelets around her wrists. Right. <clears throat> but other than that, like, she's a perfectly normal kid. No weird. <laughs> she's she she, or anything she's I, fine you know her accent's a little off-putting but other than that yeah. she's fine i mean eastern europe but what, what could go wrong there right yeah those kids were always treated well <laughs> oh but yeah we also have no real clear history of where she's come from or anything so yeah there are a lot of but questions she's totally fine, she's totally fine. <laughs> and so she paints real good <laughs> yeah she paints real good and and she dresses like you know uh, a turn of the century doll yeah and so they take her home Lizzie Borden as they say in first go yeah <laughs> which is exactly right yeah absolutely uh, but Esther immediately like does sign language to, <clears throat> to to greet Max who is the little girl so and and right away, though, the kid, the boy, Danny, is like, I don't think so. I don't like this. I don't like this orphan. <laughs> Take her back. Take her back. You got the wrong one. <laughs> right. I think, hey, this orphan <laughs> may be fucked up. Yeah. And and it's like, why is she dressed like that? <laughs> and also as well, like, he's he's doing Guitar Hero and he wants to show his dad, like, oh, look, I fucking got this riff. And they're in the middle of, like, giving her welcome home presents and shit. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, no, that's great, son, but very dismissive. And it's really fucking, I mean, you kind of understand it because, you know, very excited about this new kid and whatever and giving her attention. But from his perspective, it's just like, all right, then, fuck you kind of thing. Like, and then that goes towards a lot. I think it's not even just her. It's the fact that, like, his parents seem to disregard him in favor of her. So he's like, that's only adding to his, like, suspicion and wanting to find something wrong with her so he can be like, yeah, I told you. And it just so happens that he's right. There's something very wrong with Esther. Oh, isn't that the tagline? I uh, maybe so or uh careful oh, careful with this orphan yeah something like that <laughs> that would if they do an uh orphan three <laughs> it should be careful with this orphan they should just pay us the big bucks i don't know what they hire these fucking frauds for yeah I mean, we got gold like this I, right it, it writes itself right um, yeah 
but <laughs> yeah so like vera formiga is is you know it, fully realized at this point she's like oh we've got this kid and i'm thinking about going back to teaching again mm. and you know this is all like nothing could be better yeah uh, she's all fucking cloud nine and shit and like her and a partner like her and her husband sorry like uh, they're having sex again and shit and you know and she's showing esther around and she's like she's you know she says that she because she teaches piano and she composes and stuff and you know, Esther says, I'd love you for you to teach me. And mm-hmm. um, and then in turn, like Vera Flaminga, um, I can't remember the fucking character name now. Um, she, uh, she shows her her garden, including this beautiful rose bush, which um, grows from the ashes of her stillborn. And there's this beautiful plaque and it's all very sentimental. And she explains to Esther, like, why that's so important to her and everything. And, you know, so they have these really nice, like, bonding moments, um, you know, for now. <laughs> well the first sign of trouble really comes when danny is screwing around with a paintball gun and shoots a bird yeah and uh when he and then realizes like oh he hasn't actually killed this bird it's just wounded it mm. and esther rolls up on him and is like oh so you shoot the bird it is suffering you need to end its life and he's like i can't do that i can't kill this bird and she's like hmm here is brick i take care of it for you (laughs) and just murders this bird with a brick yeah and And you could argue like it's putting out of its misery but not how she does it (laughs) right it's it's a little bit more of a like she seems to be enjoying murdering very sadistic and also proving a point to him like i am stronger than you you weakling boy right you right <laughs> yeah it's a real like don't fuck with me denny i do not trust you um yeah. you're giving me orphan eye and i don't like it and <laughs> so, so um there's also so like at school some kids like tease her and esther like immediately you're like oh my god orphan's about to kill one of these kids you're so fucked yeah yeah but In fairness, she's a little prick though isn't she to her like if esther was any other kid i like i mean even then actually even when esther is esther i'm still like oh fuck you bitch you yeah. know like yeah you want to punch this kid right in the neck <laughs> oh Sorry. no 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 <laughs> there's also this weird bit of, like she's got this book that she keeps kind of locked up oh right yeah the the kind of bible leather bound fucking old yeah thing. from the sarn institute yeah and with two a's yeah Son with two a's and uh when when she when vera formiga first sees this it's because uh uh the orphan was locking her bedroom door and she's like hey we don't lock doors in this house yes and you know orphan is like i i am insecure i do not like to leave open door but i do uh i sing while i'm taking bath that's what i did in orphanage right and she's like yeah i guess that's okay but you know in the future let's not lock any doors yeah she's not comfortable about it but she's like okay ease in right 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 yeah she's new she's right who knows what happened to her in eastern europe right and but then it while she's kind of going through her shit she in in this book she finds a picture of a guy just a guy Uh uh-huh and 
I'll be uh, so interested actually after seeing first tales, go back and rewatch it and see if it kind of matches. I, I meant to do that and I didn't go back and to see yeah. it, but I think that it probably does. It's something like I mean a beard hides everything, doesn't it? So. Right. And um so there uh, th- this girl Brenda is her name, who is the one who calls That's Esther a Jesus freak. Oh yeah. That's just and, uncalled for. Yeah, it, it's rude. And so rude. uh she also tries to get the the ribbon from around her neck. Oh and, yeah. And she doesn't she and she like takes her, her Bible and like throws it around and starts takes her books and throws it around and shit. Right. And so Orphan just loses her shit and starts screaming yeah. Yeah. And, until everybody's like, whoa, 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 everything's cool. And um so let's see there there's the thing with the piano where she's like oh you know i made 11 mistakes when you tried to teach me to play piano yeah. and and kate is like no 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 it's cool you don't have to have Wait, to is that about- her name did i forget my own fucking name well i mean it's not your name it's the character's name but they're I- the same one <laughs> fuck's sake <laughs> um and it's, it's about been a few days and it's about this time in the movie too where orphan sees Vera Farmiga and peter sarsgaard fucking oh it's good fucking though isn't it yeah it's that's, quality that's, it's good fucking over the kitchen counter on the island and he's doing her from behind and shit Vera yeah is so fucking fine too she has Absolutely. really good sex scenes every time i see her in a sex scene it's like yeah get it girl like in running scared with paul walker on top of like the washing machine it's like fuck yeah yeah and yeah and nothing yeah. wrong with that bent over the the island in the kitchen kind of fucking either. Absolutely not. And but Esther sees it and they're like, oh my god, we gotta talk to her. And <laughs> Vera Farmiga is like, Well, you know, when a daddy and, and mommy love and each other mommy. very much. Yeah. And Esther is like, You're fucking, it's okay. I know, it's good stuff. I saw that he was really <laughs> getting in there doing damage. Yeah. <laughs> he was railing you. That was yeah. terrible, I'm sorry. I think he gives... He is what, we, <laughs> is what we call the doggy style. <laughs> I saw him give hair a tug. That is exciting. <gasps> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, oh my god, it's so good in that. Yeah. Just slap that ass. And anyway, sorry. Yeah, so... <laughs> it's been uh, about a week, so... <laughs> <laughs> How do you manage? Um, <laughs> it's hard, honestly. Yeah, I get it. Like I said, Maya's parents are in town, and that. Well, I'm on my periods, and like, yeah, yeah, we're <sighs> like, I don't know how long they're gonna be there, but oh, dude, at least my own mine's gonna be over like tomorrow. So. Yeah, well, like we got in her birthday was uh, this weekend, so we got in, you know, some pre uh, her parents returning action, but now right. it's like, well. You need to give us some birthday loving. Uh-huh. Happy birthday. It's a penis. <laughs> Would you like to blow out the candles? <laughs> right. I wrapped it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> no refunds on this bad boy. <laughs> That's right. I wrapped it myself. <laughs> With a fucking bow on bow. Uh-huh. A little winky <laughs> bow on top. Um, 
Anyway, yeah, so they're doing some good fucking in the kitchen and she's all like, oh, yes, good fucking. And then, but she says fuck, that's the point. And she says fuck and she's clearly used to saying it and she's clearly knowing exactly what it means. Yeah. And this really, understandably, perturbs Kate. And, right. Um, yeah, and she's like, oh, well, that's all right, cool, I guess. Weird. <laughs> well, and then uh, Orphan then goes after Brenda at the. Uh, they're they're at a like a on a jungle gym like at a slide in a in a park and mm. um or in the, during recess or something and orphan just gives her a shove yeah. at the top of the slide sends her toppling over and uh breaks her ankle yeah and wait she, does she yeah yeah she does yeah she does and so orphan also realizes like oh max saw all this and, right. and it's like you can't tell anyone what happened. Oh, Brenda was bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh right, yeah, Brenda. Sorry, I thought you meant that, like her sister. Yeah, no, yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah. And in fairness, though, bitch had it coming. Right, and so, uh, and and you know, Kate is Vera Farmiga is asking like, hey, what happened? And Orphan's like, I don't know. She slip. Isn't that right, Max? and max uh, is like no no you know she slipped it's all cool and then um she signed max signed something over to danny and he's like what did she say and uh orphan is like trying to shut all this crosstalk down because uh, <laughs> like she wants to move past this pretty fast yeah. and is like how about we don't worry about the any of this how about we just eat dinner yeah and and then Danny, in a, one of my favorite lines in the movie, says, Oh my God, look at you cutting your steak. Is that how you eat in Transylvania? <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. And, uh, and, but that's where they tell her, like, our, our Kate and uh, um, Peter Sarsgaard are like, Hey, you don't need to, you know, tell your sister uh, that she was born in Transylvania, and Denny's like, she's not my fucking not sister. My sister, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is the thing, like you know, by this point, like everyone's kind of like switching on, but nobody wants to kind of really talk about it or admit it and stuff. And she also is it is it now or like has she read, like when she like she threatens to cut off his speech, like I'll cut off your little pecker. I, I think that's later because I think it's after she deals with CCH Pounder. Is it? Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah, because she shows up to ask about, like, oh, I heard there was an accident with this girl, Brenda. Yeah. And um, and and she, so Orphan asked for Max to help her, like, they're going to take me away. I need to go to help Max. Yeah, because her and Max have got this, like, nice little bond and stuff because they both speak sign and um you know and and you know obviously i mean i would imagine from max's perspective like, oh i've got like an older sister or whatever you know it's probably something that she wants yeah and there's a there's a thing here where she finds the the dad's gun right and points it at max's head yeah but then kind of lowers it, but you're like, oh man, something is definitely wrong with this orphan. <laughs> we gotta, yeah. we, we got and ourselves Max, a lemon. Yeah, and uh, Max isn't so stupid as to be like, oh, we're just playing. She's visibly freaked out. Yeah, for sure. And so, <laughs> so the 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 gig that she gets Max to do is to wait until Sister Abigail is driving 
back from the house, Max steps out into the road in front of her so that she has to jerk the wheel, goes off the road in the snow, and um and that and it, it, like Sister Abigail, that doesn't kill her. Um well, she also is well it's not as if even Max does that, like um fucking Esther shoves her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. She shoves her out there, which doubly freaks out Max, obviously, because not only is the whole plan nefarious as fuck, but the fact that like she'll push her in front of a fucking car. You know, she's like, "Oh, we ain't we ain't playing nice anymore." I guess you know, like, and then yeah, then then um fucking um uh the nun goes off the rails and goes off the road and stuff, and but she's not dead, as you say, she's she's trying to climb away. Right, and is worried that she might have hurt this girl, Max. But yeah, Esther know. comes at her with a hammer, and it's pretty oh, brutal. It's brutal because, like, at first she doesn't quite kill her, and yeah. so she has to go for round two with a hammer, and then they shove yeah. her down the embankment, and uh, and that's where, like, once she's gone, um, that's where Orphan tells Max, like, "Hey, you were you were in on this." So, you know, if if I get turned in, you go to jail too. You are you are an accessory to murder now. Yeah. That's that's at least 20 years. Is that how long you want to be in jail, Max? Yeah. Um, She's such a cunt. Yeah. That's a big time. And also as well, it's worth mentioning like at this point Kate is real suspicious of Esther. And uh but everyone's kind of gaslighting her and well, I mean, I say everyone. I mean her piece of shit husband. <clears throat> um, and he's like, I mean, I kind of understand where he's coming from, but as a viewer of these shenanigans, um, he's a piece of shit husband. And um, he's, you know, he's just like, oh, no, don't be ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, no, dickhead. There's actual fucking weird shit going on. And then also um, the nun was like said, you know, um, oh, wait, no, hang on. She hasn't said anything at that point, has she? She's like oh no everything's fine you know she just comes from a troubled background but she's fine mm -hmm. and then and then it's later on isn't it like oh no no it is then no she said no she, yeah sorry that's me getting it fucking mixed up no she says um you know that like oh yeah that that you know is everything okay because like we've no we had noticed that there were certain like troubles that would follow esther around you know like it wouldn't necessarily be esther's fault but trouble did have kind of a way of following her and um and then Kate was kind of was like, fuck yeah, you know, like, uh, yes, that's what's happening here. And then her husband's all like, oh, no, but she's just a kid and like, she's really talented and she fucking paints and she plays piano and shit. And I think as well at this point, like, like Kate has realized that Esther is an actual quote unquote child prodigy in terms of the piano. Yeah. That happened yet? yeah well, it, it happens right around here because that's yeah. where Kate is like, hey. I thought you said you couldn't play the piano. And she was like, that's not what I said. You said you wanted to teach me. I said it would be fine. Yeah, and you're like, that's mm. manipulative as fuck. Well, all right. That's, so, way, that's way more advanced than what a fucking nine-year-old would be. Yeah. It, and this is the well, point yeah. where we get the, the box cutter. Because Danny saw Max and Esther near the wreck that Sister Abigail had. And so that's mm. when Orphan shows up in his room late at night with the box cutter, originally at his oh, throat, right, yeah, mm -hmm. and then at his at his balls. And she says, "You know, if you tell anyone what you saw, 
I will cut off your little pecker. Yeah. And and then he pisses himself. I know. That poor kid. <laughs> and like, so she life. she takes off, but the real like straw that broke the camel's back for Kate is in the the following oh, scene where but this is the most distressing moment for me anyway as someone who's like quite a, who's heavily empathetic in fact and and a parent but like i think even before i came a parent i've seen this film a number of times and this is just the worst part of this film in terms of just you know anguish yeah where so they're it, it like they're dropping kids off at school Kate gets out of the car to take Danny his backpack, I think. And at that point, Esther pulls the emergency brake or like releases the emergency brake on the car, leaving. Oh, that's not where I thought we were at. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. Le- leaving Max in the car and it starts to slide down the hill. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so it's Kate has to it. like chase down the car and finally yeah. it just runs into a pile of snow, which doesn't hurt Max, but. She's I mean, like, coulda. right, right. Like that could have been a serious situation. And, yeah. and that's where Kate tells her husband, John, Peter Sarsgaard. She's yeah, like, right, Hey, yeah. this orphan's fucked up. Like yeah. something is going on here. Cause I know I put the, the parking brake on. Yeah. And he's like, ah, I don't know. You know, I'll right. tell you what, we'll take her to Dr. Browning, this child psychologist. Mm-hmm. And, um, when they do that, though, this is like Kate's therapist, and she brings up like, "Well, you know, you did have that drinking problem, and have you been drinking again?" Oh, and it's so awful! How they just—they just totally gaslight her. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah. And this psychologist, honestly, she is so fucking shit. Um. Also, really suspicious. Esther does not want to go to the dentist for nothing. For like no reason whatsoever. But again, if you believe that she's a nine-year-old. You can, you can understand like kids don't like the dentist, you know, it's scary, blah, blah. So I do understand how he could be like, okay, well, maybe you don't want to go, we'll, we'll, you know, but next time we're going to go kind of thing. And she's like, haha, that would be not next time. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> all right. So now we get the one-two punch of, uh, her bringing Kate the flowers cut That's from the, the rose bush. That's the bit. That's the fucking bit I was on about with the most anguish. It's just that's you can't go back from that. <sighs> it's yeah, and she. It's so personal. Well, and of course Kate freaks out about it, but this is not Orphan's master plan. The master plan is after Kate grabs her by the arm and yells at her. Mm-hmm. Uh, orphan sneaks into the tool shed, gets a, a screwdriver, puts a, a rag around it, shoves it in her mouth, puts her arm in a vice, and then breaks it. Yeah. And so, and then goes to. It's so brutal. It's such a great effect. Yeah, and then goes to Peter Sarsgaard and is like, "Your stupid wife break my arm." <laughs> and she's like wait a second i didn't grab her that hard i certainly did break her arm and peter sarsgaard is like i think it's probably best if you just start sleeping downstairs because <laughs> that's gonna solve everything right and, and also but, as well how is dickhead not putting it together like mm, maybe she broke her arm maybe she would have reacted at the time 
Like you don't gradually break an arm. That's a snap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's a, you react in that moment. You don't just kind of go, oh, daddy, my arm, it hurts. You know, like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. And so this is the <laughs> really point. Don't like him. <laughs> yeah. And they, but they strong arm her, no pun intended, by mm-hmm. saying, you need to go to rehab or I'm going to get a divorce and take the kids. Because she has, she had a drink. Well, she like, poured it. Like she bought wine, but she, I don't think she ever Oh, yeah. Drank that's right. It. And that, no, no, she didn't. That's right. No, but she bought it, which is more than she's ever done because she said before that in like one one of the first sessions we see her in is that how she wanted to buy it and she didn't. Um, but this time she did buy it and she has it poured out and she's looking at the glass of wine and you can tell that she really, I mean, fucking, it goes without saying, but Vera Farminger is just so fucking great in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, but then no, she pours it out, but it's this ad- admission that that's what she did. They're like, yeah, but did you drink it? No, I didn't fucking drink it. Yeah, but did you drink it not like and okay well well guys we'll just ship you off to rehab because you're clearly crazy pants it's like dickheads no fucking listen i'll tell you what as much as i don't want the orphan like i don't want orphan winning in this film it's so such good schadenfreude yeah 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 yeah. right (laughs) so um danny is still hot on the case though and it yeah. goes to talk to Max and asks her like hey do you know anything about you know Esther and the accident that Brenda had and sister Abigail and all this stuff and Max tells him like oh the hammer and the bloody clothes from sister Abigail are up in the treehouse that <laughs> that he's got and so mm-hmm. he's like okay well once we get this hammer then our parents are going to have to believe that the orphan is a crazy orphan. (laughs) But Esther overhears (laughs) the whole thing. Of course she does. And so when Danny goes up to the treehouse to get all this stuff, he can't find him. And suddenly orphan is there and throws the hammer and the clothes down on the floor. He's like, so are you looking for these? And, but basically tells him like, Hey, motherfucker. Right, if I go to jail, so does Max. And yeah. and Danny's like, well, no, I'll just say that Max was forced to do it. And so Esther just pours lighter fluid on it and l- sets it on fire, <laughs> along with the treehouse, but locks but Danny inside. Yeah, I know. Oh, she's such a cunt. Yeah. And fortunately for him, he crawls out a window mm. and falls you know the treehouse is crumbling around him he and the treehouse fall to the ground which is in, it's just covered in snow like because where do they live like fucking i don't know i mean snow. like new york or connecticut or something like that yeah and, yeah um oh i think it is connecticut because like in the that's where she is that's where the the prequel's set and it must be around that area surely so treating danny like a bird Esther <laughs> grabs a rock and is about to crush his skull, but right, right Max fortunately shows up and saves the day by pushing her out of the way. And then Vera Farmiga shows up. And so Danny is off to the hospital um, where, yeah. where it turns out Danny is alive, but he's got like a concussion and you know, like it fucked him up. Yeah. You don't want your kid to be in that situation. Right. Right. Like in, you know, um, Kate, Kate is like, well, is he going to remember when he wakes up? Because I want to know what happened. I have a 
sneaky suspicion that Orphan <laughs> over here had something to do with it. Yeah, so if I could just get someone to corroborate that so you guys all don't think I'm crazy pants and send me off to rehab, that'd be fucking great. Right. Real good right about now. Well, and she tells her husband, like, hey, either Max or, or uh, not Max, but either Esther or Danny started that fire, and it's probably not Danny. And um, finally, she's like, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll go to rehab. If that's what this is going to take, I will go to rehab. But we have to get rid of Orphan at the same time. And uh, while they're having that discussion, Orphan, it goes for uh, a soda, in in quotation marks, because (laughs) what she's really going to do is get into Danny's room takes the heart monitor off his finger and puts it on her so that, you know, it doesn't set off any alarms. Yeah. And starts trying to smother him with a pillow. Yeah. Just straight up cuckoo's nesting the kid. Yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. And then Max, once again, saves the day by going to get Vera Farmiga. Max is the MVP here. Oh, absolutely. Max and Danny. The The kids are all right. I mean, Vera Farmiga gets in the the final blow, but the kids are... she does, yeah. uh, But yeah, so Esther thinks that she's killed him and puts the, the, uh, you know, monitor back on his finger and all of a sudden, you know, the medical alarms start going off. Mm -hmm. And then it turns out, oh, she didn't quite finish the job and he stabilizes and he's okay again. But Vera Farmiga loses her shit. At yeah. this point. <laughs> I mean, given the fact that no one believes her anyway. I mean, I know she's emotional and I know that she's probably very tired and stressed and everything else. But I mean, love, you really, <laughs> out of all the ways to handle this situation, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. you're not doing yourself any favors. Well, and she she tells Orphan, she calls Orphan a bitch and gives <laughs> her a hell of a slap. I mean, a real fucking backhand. Is right. that a backhand? I don't know. Either way, it's the force of a fucking backhand. You can imagine. It was rough. and But because they're in a hospital, they're, they immediately sedate her and throw her in bed. And so she's in the hospital now. So is Danny. And Peter Sarsgaard decides, hey, I should probably take the other kids home. Mm. Which, you know, he puts Max in bed. And then... Uh, the orphan gets all gussied up and mm. you know makeup and it's uh, so gross yeah and like one of Vera Farmiga's dresses I think uh it's yeah presumably so because she certainly doesn't have anything like that in her repertoire so yeah and so she takes uh, by the way Peter Sarsgaard getting loaded downstairs and you can understand why Oh yeah, the like I'm not I I am not saying that he is doing anything inappropriate thus far. No, no. But you know, the attitude kind of stinks. But in terms of drinking, no, like you've got your wife who's lo- who you think is losing her mind. You've got a kid who's fucking on you know life support and shit and like you've got this orphan kid who everyone's blaming or your wife is blaming for this shit. Like yeah, you probably deserve a whiskey or three. Yeah, and so Orphan starts coming on to him because he's really loaded. <laughs> and he's it's a real like, what are you doing? What what's happening here? <laughs> it really is. It, 
And when she kisses him, that's the point where he kind of comes to and is like, wait, this is, what are you doing? Yeah. And, like you're and, a nine year old, kind of my daughter. Right. You know? So he does the right thing, really. And uh, so anyway, he sends her off to her room and she runs off crying. Um, but while at the hospital, uh, Vera Farmiga gets a call from Dr. Vorava from the Sarn Institute in Estonia. Because, uh, you know, she was doing a little bit of research. And he's like, hey, where where is Esther? And uh, she's like, uh, she's at my house with my husband. And he's like, you need to call your t- your husband and tell him to get the fuck out of that house. Because her real yeah. name isn't Esther. It's Lena Clammer. Right. She has propor- proportional dwarfism. Mm. And she was born in 1976 and is 33 years old. Yeah. And she still looks like a kid. Yeah. And so she's like, well, wait, why Why was she at the mental institution? And he's like, Kelly, what do you think? She's cool. <laughs> she, and, he, and he says she was one of the most violent patients. It was, was, had to be like kept in a straight jacket most of the time from hurting her herself or the staff yeah and and that's why she has scars on her neck and wrist because she was constantly fighting the straight jacket yeah and uh then uh and he says like hey we lost track of her about a year ago but if this is really lena you don't have a whole lot of time you need to take care of this problem yeah and then we get the full-on orphan treatment where she removes her <laughs> fake teeth, takes oh, off it's her so makeup. Good. It's and she's got. And, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, what's amazing is that because bearing in mind, Isabel Furman is is only twelve when she records this, but she looks thirty. Yeah, like I, I mean, I guess it is makeup or whatever. I don't know, or like maybe some like post effects. I don't know, but it's amazing how she like. You know, she goes from this like very sweet nine, ten year old to, you know, she wipes off her makeup. And I guess part of it because it's smeared as well. That doesn't help anything. And it's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, there's a full grown woman in there. Yeah. I remember at the time seeing it at the cinema and thinking and thinking that exact thing. And every rewatch I have of this film, I'm like, yep, she looks 30 odd. She looks haggard. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She looks like me. <laughs> it, it's. Uh... It's a genuinely good performance. Like, Isabel Furman so is really good in this. and Yeah, she's a great actress. I like her. So, meanwhile, Peter at home, or Peter Sarsgaard at home, is uh, goes to find Esther, goes to her room, and this is where we see that the black light that's in the fish tank reveals that the paintings that she's been doing are mm-hmm. filled with images of death and sex and murder and violence burning buildings yeah and... yeah and he's like holy shit the, the, i think there might be something wrong with this orphan yeah and isn't it that real kind of thing like yeah no fucking shit dickhead like you listen to your fucking wife you know like uh, i have no i have no sympathy from him from here on out like with him from here on out like at all and this is the other thing as well because we found out and we like that like you know the last family that she came from they that she was the sole survivor of a house fire and and whatnot and this is clearly what we're seeing demonstrated on the walls and stuff but yeah it's just like yeah fuck you dude so the lights go out so he goes down yeah. into the uh 
downstairs to the electric panel only to have Esther uh, show up behind him and stab him to death. Yep. And then uh, Max, by the way, has seen all of this go down. So oh Esther, God, that poor kid. Oh, I know. So Esther runs after her, goes to get the gun from the safe uh, from earlier, and is just on the hunt for this little girl now. Yep. But Vera Farmiga escapes from the hospital. Um, she ends up crashing into the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so she discovers that her husband has been stabbed to death now and yeah. is like, oh, I got to save my daughter. Yeah. She's full mom mode at this point. Right. So Orphan. Up, bitch. Orphan with the gun sees Kate show up and is like, time to exact Orphan revenge and <laughs> shoots her in the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, which she you know survives nice. and um then there's you know kind of a chase through the greenhouse and uh ultimately esther is about to find max who is hiding in the greenhouse um and uh the bullet uh like esther fires a bullet and and shoots the ceiling of the the greenhouse which is glass which mm -hmm. sends vera farmiga crashing down on top of esther um yeah. you know there's a whole fight yada yada we end up at the frozen pond behind the house mm -hmm. and both esther and vera farmiga end up going into the water and like the gun gets kicked away and all that kind of stuff and then the, the big finale is uh esther trying to stab kate Kate crawling out of this hole in the ice yeah. and delivering a kick to Esther's head, which snaps her neck in. I mean, that's why they had to do a prequel and not a sequel. Yeah. There's no, there's no fucking Michael Myers coming back. There's no nothing resurgent. No, nothing. Like she, she did. Yeah. She real did. And, and there's a moment like right before she delivers the kick um when orphan is kind of drowning in the water she's like please don't let me die mommy and that's the point where vera farmiga yells i'm not your fucking mommy and then oh it's so good kicks her in the neck and then Pow! yeah and then she drifts off you know into the water and vera farmiga and max and presumably danny when he is out of the hospital uh, have survived this ordeal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Peter Sarsgaard, not so lucky. No, but <clears throat> they were minted, so Vera Farminga is going to get a real nice payout. She'll sell that house, get the money from that, and they'll live over some swing upstate New York, I reckon. You think, all right, so is the money coming from the orphanage? Is that is that who no, she's No, I sues? reckon like compensation, right? Because well, it's sure. America, so you're definitely going to see the orphanage. Also, life insurance from the husband, and he was worth a mint. Because they were clearly wealthy from their house and shit. Yeah, that's and then a good also point. like they'll sell the house uh -huh. for like a few mil. So they're paying for therapy for the kids. She's paying for therapy for the kids, and then she'll get like some real nice like fucking house upstate New York. No props. She's fucking fine. That's yeah, my, that's my theory on it. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and uh, you know they were probably on the verge of divorce anyway. 
I mean, if they weren't before, they definitely would have. If he had survived, psh, yeah, yeah, she'd be leaving his sorry ass. Like, oh yeah, sorry, it's, I told you so. I don't think covers it. Uh, but but that is Orphan. I, I'll tell you, here is my biggest problem with Orphan. And, <laughs> okay, and it's it's really two things that I think uh, are are negatives in the film, mm-hmm. which is I think that it, it's a little long. Um, you know, because this runs like two hours, right at two hours. That is it. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the other problem I've got with it is that I think it takes itself a little too seriously. I wish it were a little trashier, given the subject matter. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's almost too classy of a movie. Yeah. I I I kind of agree. I don't I don't agree with the runtime because I feel like it's paced well. Like I did not realize it was two hours. Um, I I love every second of this film. Um, but I I do agree with you in terms of taking it's um considering that we're trying to convince our audience that a thirty three year old looks like a, is this a this isn't like a real real thing because I know that there is a real incident of this where like someone did pose as a child when they weren't a child and killed the family like it was it was crazy it was only a couple of years ago um that this happened um, but I don't know if like the exact uh, proportional dwarfism that they talk about in this film. I don't know if that's a real thing or not. I, I, and I'm saying I don't know in, as in I genuinely don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's such a bizarre concept that I do feel like there needs to be a touch of a tongue-in-cheek with this film. Um, but I feel like if we... like, Because obviously we talk about the caliber of actors and everything like this. I feel like if we removed some of its class, then maybe it just... we it would just end up being stupid because it's such a bizarre concept. I don't okay. know. Yeah. So right. I, I don't disagree with any of that, but let's do, all right. Uh, because we're running kind of long already. Yeah. Let, no, 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 no. We, I, I, this has been fun. It was, it was great to talk about the kid stuff and then <laughs> getting into orphan is, is super fun as always. Um, but all right, so we'll, we'll go kind of spoiler free for, uh, Orphan First Kill. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I think both of us, uh, we, as we were talking about this before, like both of us were pretty over the moon for Orphan First Kill. Yeah. Great film. Great film. Way better than expected. Yeah. And I would say that Orphan First Kill is kind of the movie I wanted Orphan to be in that. It feels like a lifetime movie, and I I I don't say that disparagingly. I mean that it's kind of campy and over the top and a little sleazy, and it's all the things I kind of wanted Orphan to be. And, I get you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I saw it, I was like, oh my god, this is like I didn't know this is exactly what what I wanted an Orphan movie to be, but now that I've seen it yeah this is all i want like it's it's almost what i wish the original had been even though that's unfair because you couldn't have this one without yeah yeah there's a there's a there's a gleeful wickedness to first kill yes i think is maybe missing with orphan yeah and i I mean i I really like it i i i like the original orphan a whole lot 
Uh, and yeah, it, on Blu-ray, it's great. Yeah, I mean, even watch, even on the rewatch, it's it's really fun, and it, it's just that the when I saw First Kill, I was like, oh my god, this is the, the absolute best. It makes you kind of want to clap your hands together, like <laughs> you yeah. know, like yeah. And uh, also as well, can we talk about this very briefly, like how great Julia Stiles in this? Like, I know she's doing bits and bobs and stuff, but she's kind of had a bit of a hiatus like from a lot of mainstream things i think really since dexter um and i mean i could be wrong about that but i i mean personally i just haven't seen her or heard of her in in like huge amounts so i was really excited to see in this because i've always really enjoyed her as an actress mm-hmm. um and she was so great so so great in this film um and her character is such an interesting character and uh I could I could watch that whole fucking thing like all day long, you know? Like yeah. it was it was just so gleeful to watch. She was having so much fun in that movie. Oh, you could tell. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Isabel Furman, I think, as well, too. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like for her it's probably really a fun role to go back to and stuff. And like I've seen criticisms about people like, well, she's clearly like 30 odd. And she's like, well, yeah, the woman's like I think she's like 27 now. Yeah. Um, you know, but there are times like when I think like when they did like stream close ups, you could you know you can see the adult that she's become. But there were there were times where there were close ups, but not such extreme close ups. And it's like, dude, she looks like a fucking kid. And and also as well, it like I just went in like it's it doesn't matter. Just fucking if you want to be that picky about a film, then do you know what I mean like then you're not going to enjoy it. Like right. Whereas you know there are there are bigger things to be picky about than whether like you know an actress who is actually aged fifteen years or thirteen years rather like you know has looked like she's aged 13 years like come on you know yeah i mean you're talking about a movie that is about a killer dwarf (laughs) you know like let's not let's not get too particular it's one above leprechaun let's be honest you know (laughs) yeah and right and but i'll I'll tell you the the scene that i think i i truly fell in love with first kill is mm-hmm. a moment um where orphan is has commandeered an SUV and, <laughs> and it's her like yeah. <laughs> putting on lipstick lightness smoke and throwing uh-huh. on some sunglasses and I was like yeah. yes this is everything I and want like, from this movie tossles her hair a little bit and she's just like yeah I'm a grown-ass woman and what cracks me up is like two seconds later spoiler alert but two seconds later like she gets pulled over by the cop and the cop is having none of it she's like you esther ah oh, all right well that right. was fun for about three seconds you know like, yeah now, now i get I... to not be a kid i get to actually be my age for three whole seconds but yeah fuck you copper all right i guess yeah i am this 10 year old esther whatever you know oh, it's so good it was so good um mm. yeah, yeah 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 so if folks if you have not seen orphan first kill uh, I like it, I think, more than the original Orphan, which may sound like sacrilege, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, they're both like they I can't like exist. Both on the par, other. honestly. I, I, I don't know which one I prefer. I think I, yeah, like I, I really just like both of them. I like both of them for different things. Um, they're both really great movies. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab it when it comes out on on uh, Blu-ray and stuff, and I'm gonna definitely do like a. I think I'll do two nights, not necessarily in a row, but at one point I'll do like a an orphan, then first kill, and then I'll do a first kill, then orphan. Oh, know? that's fun. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I, it's one that I have been trying to get the lady to watch. I'm like, we just need to sit down and I got my mom to watch it. Yeah, what well, did she I watched think? It was with my mom. She thought it was great, and and my mom's like, she's a horror fan, but she doesn't like anything that's too nasty. Like she, you could not get her watching something like Saw for Love No Money. Like she's not good with torture. She's not good with anything that's too real. But you crack a good ghost story, you crack a good mystery in front of her. Like she's all for it. So you know when it turned around at the ending and stuff, she was like, there was a couple of bits with with the vice and things, and like the when. You know, the nun gets her head smashed in with a hammer, which for me is one of the worst deaths, like, mm-hmm. I could imagine. Um, like, it's always been a bit of a... Like, it really makes my stomach turn and my headache when I think about that kind of death. Um, and she was a bit, like, squeamish with that, and she sort of looked away, because bless my mum. But otherwise, like, she was all in. And I think because the, the script is really smart, and um, I think it's, like, such an original concept... Um, and it takes certain tropes that we kind of come to expect from certain, you know, child killer type things or like creepy kids or creepy dolls or whatever you know um and then it really flips it on its head into something else that you're not expecting like i think it it works really well and again i without going into anything spoilery i feel like that is also what works so well for first kill is that you kind of go in thinking you know and thinking you know and then oh shit like Mm -hmm. halfway through it takes this left turning like i did not see that coming like when my mum comes to visit next time as i said before she lives abroad um, I doubtless will have a uh, first kill on Blu-ray and I'm going to get her to watch it because I think she's going to really appreciate it. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I strongly recommend Maya watch it as well. Like both of them fucking great. Yeah. It's, it's super fun. Um, and you can be like, at least your kid doesn't do this. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 right? Well, like the, this is setting a baseline of behavior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like whatever else, is it as bad as this? Then you're doing fine. <laughs> you know? Um, all right, well, uh, let's wrap her up here, Kate. Yeah. Um, all right, so anything that uh, we have left off the conversation about children and or orphans? Um, no, um, I don't think so. There is um, a story that I was going to tell, but I won't. I might actually leave it for next episode because it's, it's just when I went to watch Orphan at the cinema, something happened. Um but I can I can tell that on next episode, and uh, we've got a few other bits and bobs for next episode, which is quite cool. So yeah, I reckon yeah, let's gear up for next episode. So yeah, we're we're next episode. We're leaving the kids at home, and we're going yes. back to some dating stories and some smut. Yeah, we're we're gonna be next time. We're gonna be talking about online dating. Yeah, and it is gonna get filthy. So uh, <laughs> I, I, and slash awkward slash embarrassing. So. Yes. So hopefully this was uh, the you know hey it's it, it we're turning into fall. Uh, we the kids <laughs> are going back to school. We can all appreciate and enjoy uh, a little bit of talk about the kids, and then yeah. uh, we'll get discussing again. And then we'll next get episode. gross and and filthy again next episode. Promise. But like, yeah, no, it's been good. It's been good. Sort of like, I think for you and me, it's been a bit of a vent. <laughs> you know, I think after having spending like summer and stuff with our kids, it's just like get to get it out. Um, but no, and, and yeah, for anyone who's listened to this episode, not watched Orphan. Ugh. Yeah, but go watch it. It's great. Even if you know the ending, just fucking watch it. Because I tell you what, this that film is great for rewatchability. Because even if you know the ending. You know, you go back and watch it again. It's like trying to, you know, 
trip it up or whatever. It's like, it doesn't happen. It's fucking so well done. So even if you've listened to this episode and you know how it ends, I still recommend go watch Orphan and then definitely go watch Orphan First Kill because that movie had it was far better than I expected. And I'm really buzzing coming off the back of that. It's great. Really great film. Yeah, absolutely. So where can people hear more from you? Young lady. Oh, um, young lady. Um, so here, <laughs> of previous episodes, go check those out. And um, also on my other podcast called Eternal Darkness of Not-So-Spotless Minds. It's uh, me and my co-host, Matt. And we uh, just chat about movies that are under the sort of quote-unquote dark umbrella. So cult movies, indie movies, horror movies, sci-fi movies, dark comedies, whatever, anything like that. And uh, it's very light-hearted, very bantz um you know and, and chill and, and just essentially me and Matt taking the piss out of each other um but recently we just dropped an episode where we reviewed the movies that we had seen from Fight Fest in London this year so um some new releases from people like Dario Argento and Benson and Moorhead and stuff like that so go check that out and you can find that on all, all your usual platforms um so yeah that's that's it another episode is going to be out next week as well and we're going to be discussing snatches and uh fuck what was matt's choice i can't remember we actually recorded it a little bit ago wait snatches and vamp fucking vamp oh wow it's been yeah. so long since i've seen that movie oh dude oh yeah, i need i need to get back to it oh do it fucking do it uh so yeah so that's going to be coming out next week so yeah go go and have a listen like subscribe all the usual shares leave us a comment whatever rating and shit we'd appreciate it Ah, fantastic. All right, well, hey, uh, thank you as always. You are the best. Dude, you're the fucking best. Fucking love you. I feel bad. You do the intros and shit, and I never get to fucking say nice shit about you, but you're the fucking best. Aw. You. So nice. Ah, you. 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 Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening, everybody. We will be back uh, in a month for uh, with more Heart of Horror. And then if you're listening next week on the Dark Parade feed, you'll be hearing uh, Jamie Sammons (gasps) as we uh, do a What You Watch an episode where we just talk about some random stuff. And almost assuredly, I will get her talking about Halloween decorating and preparing for the spooky season. So uh you know buckle up i'm so excited i love jamie so much jamie i love you she yeah also the best so we need to do a thing where it's all three of us jamie jamie and brian are actually coming on our show for our october halloween episode oh wow really you heard it here first guys that's gonna be so mad at me um um, but yeah um so fucking love jamie Jamie. and i love brian yeah yeah yeah. i really love here's the the, i always feel bad when i do a show with both of them because jamie and i end up cutting up a little too much (laughs) and poor brian is just left to try to reel it in i think brian i think a he knows what he's getting into and b i don't think he has any problem listening to his wife talk about shit that she's passionate about because why would you because jamie's the fucking best for that shit and I think he's just, I, I imagine Brian just sort of sitting back with his, his arms folded across his chest and just being like, that's my girl. You know, like, yeah. he's supportive. He's a, he's a, he's a good egg, he, Brian. Brian is a very good egg, no question about it. And, and yeah. like I said, just so smart and, and well-spoken and knows yeah, his honestly, shit. Yeah, honestly, I'm gonna, I'm nervous about recording with him, I'm honest, if I'm being honest. Like, cause the guy's so fucking smart. And they're choosing the movies, and I'm, I swear to God, they're gonna be some real fucking, like, 
smart shit. I've had a few to drink, so my words are not the best right now. But like, they're gonna fucking choose some smart shit movies, and I'm just gonna be like, mm-hmm, cool. I'm gonna let you talk, Brian and Jamie, because you guys are way better at the word stuff than I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I love talking. I the thing. Uh, every time I record with Jamie, I always tell her like, just tell Brian I said hello because I want him to come back on the show sometime i want him to like me so bad yeah right i feel very insecure because i'm like he's so smart and he's so fun and he's so cool <laughs> brian is so cool he's so cool oh my god he said hi to me <laughs> right he's uh, very that but he's so lovely as well so yeah it's it's so much fun to, to uh to talk to both of them so i'm i'm a little jealous that you've got him on the <laughs> halloween show but uh well you, you can know. listen and be and pretend to be part of the convo you can just like chat back no you're fucking full of shit kate yeah listen to brian he's fucking saying words and that make sense and stuff it'll it'll like, just be like messenger conversations between us where i'm just like just <laughs> completely do, do one-sided it, just fucking do it just have a fucking group chat and be like ah like fucking messaging and shit as you like live listen to it or whatever but yeah. i would love that so much do it <laughs> all right well uh all right we're out of here everybody we'll see you next time bye have a good bye, bye.